Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. A lovely, a chilly day here in eastern North Carolina. Talking to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can be a part of today's show. Come join us on YouTube at Pirate Radio TV. Subscribe. The subscriber numbers continue to climb. Let's keep that going. Give us a like and join in on the festivities on this Tuesday. We got a lot of guests to get to. Packed show today as uh, Mac McCarthy, Coach Mac, will join us here hour number one. A lot of college hoops to talk about. We got some college football news uh, that came out today. Although I didn't, I thought this was already a done deal, but we've got some college football playoff news. And uh, we'll talk some NASCAR as well. Daytona 500 runs on Monday. Alex Bowman wins. We'll get uh, Coach Max's thoughts on the race. And Alex has some NASCAR for dummies, NASCAR 101 questions. He's going to uh, throw over to Coach Mac during this hour. And hopefully, Mac's got some questions for us. Looks like he's going green. I've got, no papers today. I've got questions. Yeah, I decided to be a little more efficient. <laughs> I decided to, uh, to, you know, to, to go with the phone deal rather than on paper. But uh, I, I have questions, but I also have a couple rants probably, too, that, oh, that have to deal with the questions. But, Absolutely. Uh, I like that. I like the sound of that. Um, <laughs> Coming up, hour two, the Mully Man will join us. Mike Mullis was on the ESPN Plus call when Parker Bird uh, got his at bat Friday night. Uh, you've heard Mully's voice now on Good Morning America and Sports Center and all over the place. Uh, we'll talk Pirate Baseball. Great 3 0 weekend. Now they got to go beat Campbell. That was a uh, tough thing for the Pirates to do last year. Uh, they got the Fighting Camels coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll talk to Mully about that. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer, voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, coming up in hour number two as well. Hour three, Bryce Williams will join us. And if we have time, we'll play the Rajay Harris interview from earlier today. Uh, we talked to him at 1 o'clock. You can watch that on Facebook and Pirate Radio TV, and we'll air it on the radio uh, today. If not, uh, if we don't have time today, we'll certainly get it in on wednesday shirley rhodes is here intern delaney handling the video alex is doing something he's writing a paper (laughs) and and adding questions to his uh nascar for dummies multitasking uh first of all shirley welcome back how was tampa wet like daytona (laughs) pretty much yeah it was uh, a lot of rain we uh we only could get five games into the tournament 
and that was all on Saturday because by about 3.30 Saturday afternoon, the skies pretty much opened up and it didn't stop raining. I think we left Tampa at 10 o'clock, about 10 or 11 o'clock Sunday morning, and it didn't stop raining until we got to right about the Georgia-South Carolina border. And uh, so it was just a lot of water. Y'all need a softball dome for those tournaments down in Florida. I wish that they would go to a dome type situation because when you have weather like that, they do, they adjust the format to where you go to 30 minutes drop dead time. So regardless of where you are in the game, it stops at 30 minutes and you get one pitch. So if it's a ball, you take a walk. If it's a strike, you're out. You know, if you foul it off, you're out, that type of thing. And it's just hard to get a rhythm when you do that. And so we uh, we went four and one. So can't really complain about hey, that. that How wet can it be and you still play? Um, well, it rained on us on the second game. I mean, I was – uh, you can go – those fields were pretty good. So you could probably go with, like, I would say, like a light shower to a mid-heavy shower – for about maybe 10 minutes and then they don't have it, joey perry out there no the no these are not joey perry uh approved fields um <laughs> but uh it, you know it wasn't too muddy but after about an hour it you know the outfield starts puddling and you know it becomes a little too dangerous to play well you survived and uh you don't have I, i'm any in one piece no injuries on or anything so. i've got one little tiny strawberry on my knee other than that i'm good <clears throat> now you got to get one of those just to show you did something so yeah, well it was nothing like the gnarly one i had last year so <laughs> i did uh forget to mention some at the top of the show so chan and zach are in route to Bowie's creek uh, but we will be playing an intern game today. So I I asked Zach 19 questions about himself, and we're going to find out if Delaney or Alex knows their co-intern more. You are gonna, these are questions about Zach and his life, and we're going to see which one of you knows Zach the best. Just, just to let you know, though, I uh... – Shirley I did, played the. I uh, played for about halfway through, and some of them are common sense, so it, I don't think it'll be too hard. It's not that hard, really. What? Why? Yeah, what it'll is? be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> trivia. Can we do Delaney trivia next week? Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fine. We'll do it. Uh, so we'll do that. So Alex, you got to leave at like four something. What do you got going on? You got a meeting? I will I will be heading out after the first commercial break of hour number two uh, to attend a football team meeting, but I will be back shortly afterwards. All right. So we'll do that in hour three. You going to be here, Delaney? Okay, cool. We'll do that in hour three. Coach Mack, well, let me, before I get to you, sir, one more thing. Sure. Although, you know, Coach Mully, wasn't it just a matter of time before he became nationally famous? <laughs> yeah he is we the world needs to know mike mullis exactly yeah and i'm glad Instead they, of just the folks at tiebreaker <laughs> i'm glad they finally do <laughs> uh steve jamie pj chad eric robert what's up guys uh, they are hanging out in the chat gang eric's got a uh <laughs> uh we found out yesterday that our our buddy uh alex here got a speeding ticket coach all right 17 miles per hour over the limit uh eric says coach mack if a nascar driver gets a speeding penalty on pit road can he use a prayer for judgment 
That takes us back to yesterday's conversation. Uh, he said, asking for a friend who long snaps. Well, uh, we'll get into some NASCAR. Where do you want to begin, Coach? You want to talk? Uh, you want to you want to knock out the dummies? Sure, Alex. You ready? Let's let's. Uh, first of all, what did you think of the race yesterday? Um, a typical Daytona. You you never know what to expect. Uh, you know you know the best car doesn't always win uh, often the best car does not win uh, a little controversy i hate i hate seeing any race in under yellow but uh i don't know that you really have a choice at uh, daytona they would overtime at daytona would just be carnage yeah i would like to see that there would be like three cars <laughs> left on three wheels all right so Alex, you posed a question to to me or the group last week, and I yes. said, save this for Coach Mack. Yes. So, yeah, the other day we were discussing the Daytona 500, and I don't know if it was the disdained look of boredom on my face, but it, was, it became apparent that I'm not a fan of NASCAR. Um, but I wanted to ask you, I don't, what did I say? I don't want to sound like a mark, but to me it is, I don't, it is just cars driving in circles. Me personally, never watching. Yeah. I've never watched. I told you before the show started. I've never watched a NASCAR race from start to finish. I'm just curious as to what the appeal is and what makes NASCAR so popular and why people love it so much. Uh, there are a lot of things, but uh, I, I I was like you. I I didn't go to races. Didn't understand it. They turn left. They come back. They 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 follow each other. It looks like a freight train. Uh, you know. I, you know. I wasn't interested. Uh, you know. Follow the leader. And and I I went to a race. And these guys are going at incredible speeds, inches apart, and they're under control for the most part. Obviously, mm-hmm. not not always, but but. Howard Cosell said something when I was growing up, and I was writing a column for a local newspaper. He said, race car drivers are the greatest athletes in the world. I think that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. After I went to the first race, I had to apologize to Howard Cosell. What they do with their eye-hand coordination, (laughs) and it didn't like, if you make a mistake with the snap, the other team might score a touchdown. You make a mistake in NASCAR? You you put your life and other lives in danger. This you know it's it's not playing around. And and what they can do at those speeds, Denny Hamlin said it best, and we talked about this. Denny Hamlin said, "I can make a three point shot. I can make a birdie." And and Clip is losing his mind, but but it doesn't matter. No, Michael Jordan can't get in a race car and drive it as fast as Denny Hamlin. Nobody. Nobody off the street can get in that car and drive it as fast as any NASCAR driver. Nobody. I mean, I feel like I could get in a car and step on the gas pedal really hard. Sure. You proved that recently. Sure. 17 miles over is like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So I do do get the in-person aspect. That I do understand because there's a lot of stuff that is way better in person, like baseball, for example. Sure. Going to Clark LeClaire awesome yeah inject it into my veins please that is hockey is another one hockey yeah. to me is the best per the best sport to watch in person in my opinion yeah but see you haven't been to a nascar race. I have not it, been to a nascar race but what what i was getting at is in person i i get that you know you're there you feel the cars driving past you you hear the engines it's loud everyone's having a good time i don't get watching that on television though okay it's more and more it, it, there's teamwork 
there's the pit crew, there's the folks that make the cars, there's all the strategy that goes on, the crew chief, the spotter, the communication. You can listen. So can you imagine listening to the offensive coordinators and the head coaches talk with the, the quarterbacks and the middle linebacker or the safety or whoever calls the defensive signals? You get to hear all that. Plus, here's the number one thing in my mind, besides the skill, the number one thing is we're going to talk about all-star games. Mm-hmm. They, they, they suck, and they should yes. be outlawed. No, there are there is no reason to have an all-star game every week. I mean, every year. But here's the deal: NASCAR has an all-star race every week. The best in the world race against each other every single week. You don't get that in any other sport. Interesting. So, uh, so to piggy to piggyback on that. Oh. <clears throat> I accidentally hit that yellow button. My bad. I accidentally hit a button on on the board. See, if you were driving a NASCAR, you would be dead. (laughs) We would be at your funeral. My bad. Um, But uh, to piggyback on what you were saying about the all-star event, how it's like an all-star race every weekend, is is there like a championship like race? So like I had this, talking to Zach, I had the same critique about soccer. Like in baseball... The championship is the World Series, NBA yep. Finals, Stanley Cup. Is there a single championship race where the car who finishes in first is like your 2023-2024 NASCAR champion, or is it like a points-based system in- like in soccer? Interesting question. They changed this a few years ago, probably 20 years ago now. They used to have a point system that carried over the whole season. Whoever had the most points on the season won. So you could actually clinch the championship with five races to go. And it happened like that. Six races to go. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Or you could go into the last race where all you have to do is start. But they, they made these playoffs. And they've changed the rules a few times. But right now, four people... Out of all the cars, all the cars are on the track, but only four people qualify for the championship. And you don't have to win the race to win the championship, but you have to finish ahead of the other three. Now, all but once, the person who has won the championship won the race. I want to say there was one. I think there was one time that the champion, yeah, uh, uh, last year. Uh, Last year was Blaney. Now, Blaney won. May have been the year before that. Doesn't matter. But anytime, almost every time, the person who has won the race won the championship also. Mm-hmm. But it's the, theoretically, it's possible that the winner could finish tenth and still win the championship. So just to clarify on this on this championship race, is this like? Have you seen the movie Cars? Yeah, last year was Blaney. I'm sorry, Blaney. Did, Blaney only finished second. Chastain won the race. Go ahead. Have you seen the movie Cars? Uh, just the anime movie, of, yeah, not so the whole movie, yeah. At the end, they have like the Piston Cup Championship race, and it's just <laughs> three cars on the track. Is it like that, or do you say the four racers race with everybody else? But no, everyone's everybody, only everybody's on the track. Everybody's on the track. But people are only watching it to watch those four racers, but no. everybody else is on the track. No, I mean you're watching it to well. see. You know, you're seeing two things. You're seeing the championship, but you're also seeing a regular race, also. I think you need, if you want to get involved too, you should probably pick a favorite driver or two to just start paying attention to. It's that much makes better it if you pick a driver and kind of follow them because then, then you understand strategy and and you know all the ups and downs that uh, that drivers go through. I liked uh, Denny Hamlin because he was with Joe Gibbs, and I'm a Washington fan, and he would sit courtside at Hornets games, and I was like, I can relate to this guy. Then I moved on from him, went to Chase Elliott. 
found out he was too popular and i didn't want to be that and then i went to blaney and blaney won a title last year so uh pick a guy find a guy by the way coach mag jamie points this out on youtube uh michael jordan could not get in a car and drive as fast as denny hamlin but denny hamlin could you know go play hoops and and be be just fine um this is from 2015 denny hamlin um tore acl in his right knee playing basketball yeah and he's a huge basketball fan he's done it twice this guy can't play basketball he did it in 2010 too he can make a three-point shot he didn't even step on a court but he can still race with a broken acl because you don't have to be an athlete to drive a car you're wrong <laughs> but <laughs> but that's okay it's okay to be wrong right yeah all sure. right Good. oh i got one more question if you got time if we got time for it so of all the drivers like it'll show the few times that i've seen seen it they'll have like the guy's name their number their sponsor and then it has the brand of car that they drive yeah are there like regulations for your car like can you soup up your car oh. like better than everybody else or is it just like you got to pick like um like everyone has the same model but you got to pick like which brand engine to use the cars are basically identical other than the front and the back they can look like the manufacturer. A Toyota looks like a Camry. Mm-hmm. A, a Ford looks like a Mustang. Uh, you can uh, you you have a front and a back that looks like the manufacturer. Everything else on the car is equal, and those things are even equal aerodynamically. So they they have to stay within the tolerances of the NASCAR rules. So what's the point of picking a brand? there really isn't except that's how it used to be Uh you used to be a ford fan or a pontiac fan or a chevrolet fan and you wouldn't dare root for a you know a chevrolet driver if you were a ford guy but Mm -hmm. that that really doesn't it it still exists but only in people's minds i always ask this question to, to north and weaver and guys who follow it so who is uh who is kaz grala you know who that is i do he's a georgia tech engineering grad he's from boston massachusetts and he's a fair driver so if you put i'm just looking at a guy near the bottom of the standings or the results yesterday if you put kyle larson in his car and kaz in larson's car like who wins uh assuming (laughs) well the car makes a lot of difference but the driver does make some difference too. But you can't you can't put Dale Earnhardt in your car and expect him to win. But you could put you in Dale Earnhardt's car and you'd have a chance. So the car matters more than the driver? The car matters more than the driver. Fifty one forty nine, something like that. Fifty five. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. The age old question. I just thought of another question. Get it in. So <laughs> I love that you use the movie Cars as an example. That's the best example that I have in my memory bank. And now people are discussing it on YouTube. Actually, the Piston Cup was a three-way tie. Well, okay. Anyway. Uh, I forgot my question now. <laughs> All right. Well done. Oh, 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 I got it. So, um, how does, like, the, so you said there's teams is there like qualifying races to get into these what's 
was it this is it the sprint cup is that what it's called is there qualifying races or is it like that more like the nfl where there's like there's 32 teams and then they sign drivers to those teams great question no the the owners of teams and you can have one car or you can have up to four cars you can't have more than four cars you used to be able to have all you wanted but uh but you have single car teams and you have teams that have four cars most of the bigger teams have four cars but they hire their drivers and what was the rest of the question? I, I said, like... Um, so, like, Jimmy like Johnson raced this, this past race, but he's not a full-time driver. Right. So, they have some... Like, part- like are there qualifications? Like, if you're a driver, yeah. do you have... Is there, like, qualification okay. races to get into NASCAR? Or is there, like, a full, is it a predetermined teams with, a, like, a limited amount of drivers? A full cup field is 40 cars. Okay. They, they won't have more than 40 cars. And you qualify each week. Then you have qualifying laps. You qualify on speed. Who goes the fastest? You start on the pole. Uh, and there are 36 charters out of those 40. 36 cars are guaranteed to be in the race Mm. they're going to be in the race no matter how slow they go they're in the race and then you have four cars that are four or more cars that are trying to get those last four spots and they have there will be cars that go to atlanta this week that will not race yes yeah wow i didn't didn't and some races like daytona had way more than 40 cars trying to qualify i say that they had 42 or 43 or 44 it used to be 50 would show up and and you know a bunch of them didn't get in but uh, they they've stopped showing up now so much because uh the the regulars get paid more also like if if you jumped in a car and won the race you wouldn't have gotten paid the same as william byron got paid for winning the daytona 500 that's just like golf right if you're an amateur and you win you get nothing <laughs> yeah that sucks yeah unless you just say oh i mean i meant to tell y'all i'm pro also, I want to do a whole podcast. I, I have so many questions. I like this. This is good. We can have NASCAR hour. Uh, imagine we'll though. In, we'll come in an hour early and do NASCAR. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be completely open to that. Is this a good comparison, Coach? Imagine, Alex, David Tepper, Panthers owner, is the starting left tackle for the Cowboys. Would that be like Denny Hamlin? Because isn't he an owner? Denny Hamlin drives for one owner. But he's the owner of another team. <laughs> Bro, what are we talking about? I knew that would blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make it's yeah. A lot, lot goes into it, man. Just it's more than cars going in a circle. A lot more. Yeah. Uh, Coach Mac and uh, Eric says, can you settle this age-old debate? If you're not first, are you last? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. He's going yes there. Yeah. If it's if it's in Talladega Nights, it's got to be true. Uh, Jamie says it would be better if Alex was asking these questions in his West voice. Can you ask one more NASCAR question in a West voice? <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, hang on, Clip. I'm getting there. <laughs> so the pit crews how do you get on one of those pit crews because my my wife said she fixes cars she could do it pretty fast there's actually a lot of former pirates um or the, throughout the years that have been involved in pit crews football players yeah, yeah quite a few in fact they go out to I don't know if it's pro days or practices or what, but like you'll probably see some NASCAR folks out there at some point, like at practices and stuff or something, talking to coaches. And see, that's that's changed a lot. It used to be guys that worked on the car just pitted the car on Sundays. Now 
they're dedicated that's a dedicated crew they 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 hire them specifically for that and that's all they do is they pit the car they make good money oh yeah something to look into you snap, sounds like it snap that tire right on the uh right on to it right on to everybody all right let's get a break in we'll come back we got coach matt questions i got a, a college football nugget we got some college basketball men's and women's things coach mac wants to hit on i believe college football playoff that's what you want we'll do all that when we return pirate radio live on a tuesday back with you after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. <clears throat> Redbeard says Coach Mag is trying to explain NASCAR to someone who doesn't know who pulled him over for speeding. <laughs> Redbeard is still on that. Was it Howie Patrol? Was it Greenville PD? Nobody knows. Alex doesn't know. Alex? It was Highway Patrol, sadly. Oh, okay. Yeah. The big boys. Yeah. You don't mess with them. No. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. All right. Coach Mack, where do you want to go? I want to go to All-Star Games. This will be a short topic. Is there any reason to have them? I didn't watch it. Is there, I don't, but I don't, I don't is watch there any, any reason to have any of the All-Star Games? The baseball one sort of is competitive, but they're not tackling each other or blocking right. each other. Right. It's the easiest or, one, I feel like, to play. But it's still... we. The, the winner of the All-Star game gives the home field advantage to their league. I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense either. We we don't we have inter- Wait, we have interleague play. The All-Star game what? They had the winner of the All-Star right, right. game. But they don't tournament. have that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But but that, that was, was stupid. that was the only time that it like made <clears throat> any difference to anybody. Yeah. No, I, I'm and with why you. do we why do we want to pronounce somebody an all star halfway through the damn year? <laughs> well, it's that makes no daggum sense, and it's a popularity deal because the fans vote on it, right? Or at least it used. To, I don't even know. I, I am so out of all star games. I don't care. I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch any of the slam dunk contest. I didn't watch Steph versus Sabrina. Sabrina. I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. I don't care about skills competition. I don't care about flag football. I don't care about the slam dunk contest. Uh, none of it is any good anymore. I feel and the like... games themselves, the 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 the, NAS, the NBA game was an absolute farce. Well, it always is, and and you know what you're getting at this point, so you just I stay away from it. But but it has just gotten worse. It's gotten worse. Is it because? 
it's for kids because like growing up i used to love it no but but they used to treat it seriously people tried i guess football the the pro bowl they tried i get why guys don't try and and and, and and there is no more pro bowl and baseball i know yeah there's flag and skills and all that but the you know the baseball one used to make sense because other than the world series the american league never played the national league you're right so now with inter league that's made sense yeah but now that's all watered down we don't need to see any of that and again we don't need to name somebody an all-star who had a good first half of the season I wish I could disagree with you and make this more entertaining, but <laughs> I said it yesterday. Like I, I'm, it's out of sight, out of mind for me. Don't yeah. care. I just figured somebody would have it. Uh, I I think you rarely have like a hundred percent approval rating on anything. I think this could be close. Getting rid of all star games. This would be like Congress approval rating. I, I haven't found anyone who's like, man, I can't wait for NBA All Star Weekend. All right, you brought up the college football playoff. They made the decision to go with the five and seven model. Yeah, wasn't that already? No, they had said that's what they wanted to do. Okay, but nobody they hadn't officially right. done it. Now well, this is do. news, pirate fans. So for the the quote unquote power four, understanding that that that's just a term that people use. ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve. Right, the top five rated conference champions which everybody assumes will be those four plus one more yeah but that's not necessarily it it could be the american and the and the mac champion that could be number three and four possibly but not likely obviously but uh but now there'll be one you know technically group of five uh conference champion that that gets in and they did this obviously because the pac-12 basically dissolved and of course the pac-12 named a commissioner uh for at the end of the month a young lady who was uh, named gould who was in the conference office and they have a commissioner for those two teams what why well, there's a lot of money at stake still, and their future is at stake. Or do they do they take in the Mountain West and become the pack whatever again, or do they do they give up and go ahead and join the Mountain West? There's there's still money on the table. I remember before the Pac-12 dissolved, you said the Pac-12 isn't dead yet. Is this? They're are still you, not dead. They're still not dead. <laughs> Coach Mack was exactly right. <laughs> they are still thriving with their two schools. So far, I was right. Well, they are screwed. Wait a minute. The Pac-12 and Mountain West have agreed a temporary scheduling partnership with Oregon State, yeah. Washington State. But but Oregon State and Washington State will have to make it as an at-large if they are to get in. That's because, yes. Okay. Yeah, because they, because they fall below the minimum of what constitutes a league. Right. So they're not going to be able to, the, the winner of the Oregon State-Washington State team game is not going to be in the championship. Yeah. So last year, this would have been Liberty or Tulane. SMU potentially yeah, yeah. one of those schools the, yeah. would have been in the uh in the 12 team field yeah so we talked about it with Mike Houston yesterday he said that we got a shot that's yeah. and and that's great this is the first time pretty much ever inclusion yeah yeah for sure and uh, enjoy while you can because it's going to go away soon. It could. It could. It's mm-hmm. scary. You know, we 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 have some situations like, uh, uh, you know, I, the, the AD at Missouri just left to go to Arizona, which I think is extremely interesting. Now, going from Columbia, Missouri to Tucson, Arizona, that might make some sense, especially because she's from California. But leaving the SEC or the Big Ten right now, 
sounds a little risky to me. And if you're not in the SEC or Big Ten because you don't know where this thing is going, you know those two leagues will survive no matter what happens, right? Yes. But you don't know, if you're in the ACC or the Big 12, you don't know that you're going to survive. You asked a question last week, Coach. Is this a new trend? And this might be a different scenario as to why this happened, but um, Wager McGee, my Georgia State buddy, um, showed me a Brett McMurphy tweet. Georgia State coach Sean Elliott has resigned to become the tight end coach in South Carolina. Exactly. This is exactly what you were talking about. Now, there might have been some... I don't know, family stuff, he said. But uh, you asked the question last week, are we going to see more head coaches from lower tier, quote-unquote, schools and programs just jump ship and go to the Big Ten or the SEC? There's another example of it after you had brought that up. So Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. And I had a long conversation today with a, a guy who knows a, a ton about college basketball, and uh, he said – Danny Hurley is absolutely going to be a candidate for Ohio State. Now you would think UConn, Blue Blood, could go maybe back about to, back. to go back to back. But 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 if you can be in the Big Ten or the SEC, even in basketball, well, but you don't. We don't know what basketball is going to look like. I know. Is basketball going to be included in this limited number of people that get to play mm. for the for the big trophy, or is March Madness going to somehow survive? March Madness has to. We got to keep basketball out of this crap please how many other things have gone by the wayside that we said that i know it's uh i mean bowl games used to be a big deal yeah it's scary i don't like thinking about it um (laughs) well coach uh danny hurley likes his guys how's rick patino feel about his guys rick patino i mean this is the guy who got caught allegedly uh cheating uh having strip club performances in the dorm uh buying players through adidas and again all this is alleged uh you know having his way with um um, a female at a at a local Italian restaurant on the table on the table and you you know how many Italian restaurants there are in New York City right I mean a lot <laughs> a lot of a lot of but he absolutely uh, came across as the get off my lawn kind of guy and and he threw his players under the way bus under and, the bus and then backed over them Charlie can we get the uh, Rick Patino this was after a St. John's loss. I don't know who They're they They're eighth lost, in the last ten. They lost to Seton Hall. Blew a big lead in the second half. And uh, here's Rick Patino. Even, even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year. But this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. So you got me and Chandler out there, Coach? What is going on here? <laughs> I think he I think he might look at you all as an upgrade. <laughs> well, maybe you just as an upgrade. There have been uh, coaches who do this for a reason to like light a spark or something but this kind of feels different than that this feels like he means what he says and is ready to hit the portal and get all these guys out of here but he signed these guys all but two guys he signed and he had to keep 
he he chose to keep those two. It, it wasn't them. They, they were in the portal. They were going to leave. He he talked them into staying. He's responsible for this whole team. And ultimately, if they can't play, that's on him. He said we were stuck. We we had to take what was available. Well, he signed two top one hundred players. And they can't play either, apparently. So I I don't know what the point is. And in this day and age where roster management, the transfer porter, all these things are so important, how does he ever talk a kid into coming? And what is this team's reaction? When he went into the locker room on Monday afternoon, <laughs> what do you think the reception was? Yeah. And yeah, you do do this for, for, uh, for motivation, maybe. But you do that with them. Yeah. And you might even share this with the public, not not directly like this, but you might you might talk to a writer off the record and say, "Gosh, you know, we missed on these guys. These guys can't play." And you know, you might explain what's going on, but but not for print. You wouldn't put your name on it and and just throw your guys under the bus like this. And NIL is going to be important, and it's still St. John's. He even took a shot at St. John's. He said its facilities were crap. Now, how are you going to talk somebody into coming? I just, guess they're going to come just because you're Rick Patino. I guess that's what he's thinking. That's what I was going to say. Like he's at the age now where I guess he thinks he can say anything and his ego and look at my resume. I'm Rick Patino. But do kids these days know who Rick Patino is? I don't know. Parents do. They're, yeah, their parents might, their coaches might, but I don't know that I don't know that kids definitely know. Also, <clears throat> he who is in his class as far as longevity right now in college basketball? God. Like Izzo? Izzo for sure. Um, because like, you know, Roy Williams, Coach K, Bayheim. You can throw Jay Wright in there, I guess. But we've had so many guys yeah, leave. You know, I guess you, I guess Self is still, Self. you know, he's, he's been Mark around. Few, Mark Few, kinda, maybe. Yeah. But like uh, Rick Barnes. Patino's the dinosaur Rick, right now. Yeah, he is. He's he's in a class by himself in terms of longevity, I would think. Uh, you know, Calhoun's gone. Uh, but yeah. I wonder if those guys stuck around, would they be talking like this too? Like, is he just old they, and cranky? I or? think they laughed because they knew they might. Right. I, I could see like Roy or Kay or somebody saying this. Bayheim, definitely. Oh, our guys. Bayheim. Oh, Wani Bayheim. And, and maybe even Calhoun, but yeah. I don't. But I, coaches don't throw their players under the bus and yeah. stay in the profession. But now he, you know, maybe he's got enough money; it doesn't really matter. I think, yeah, you know, and and that's possible. Uh, Jamie says Jim Laranega. He's been at it a while. He has. One. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday with Coach Mac. Jamie asking, does Coach Mack like the NASCAR All-Star Race? No. They have an All-Star Race every week. What's the point? And a million dollars means nothing to those guys. Asked and answered. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? 
when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. And in this new world of having everything delivered to your home or office, why wouldn't you start using Cellular Warehouse for all of your cellular deliveries? Toby Williams and his team are in the business of delivering phones and tablets every day to customers. And uh, that means Ticket Tuesday as well, because we're going to be giving away two tickets to something. Clip is going to tell us about that in a little bit. And uh, the best thing about this great service is that it's free and Toby will deliver those tickets right to your front door. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051. Let his team make your wireless experience fast and easy. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Ticket Tuesday here on Pirate Radio Live. We've got tickets for East Carolina and North Carolina coming up this Sunday. And sold that, out. Is, that is a sold out game. So uh, this may be your one opportunity to grab a hold of some tickets. All right. And we'll do that uh, later on in the show. Yep. Awesome. Ticket Tuesday. I'm excited for uh, Pirates and Tar Heels this weekend. Excited for Pirates and Camels coming up tonight. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer about that one coming up in hour number two from the Campbell perspective and talk to Mully. Mike Mullis at 4 o'clock. Coach Mack here wrapping up hour number one, looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Coming up tonight, UConn blasted Marquette over the weekend, Coach. They go on the road at Creighton tonight. Big game. Interesting yeah. matchup coming off that win. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the few that they have left that they could lose probably. Tennessee, a big favorite at Mizzou tonight. Baylor at BYU in Big 12 action. Uh, Mountain West game, San Diego State is at Utah State. Utah State has 21 wins on the year and are actually a home favorite over the Aztecs. TCU will be at Texas Tech. And San Francisco, 21-6 at St. Mary's, 21-6. So a lot of top 25 action going on tonight. I watched Houston last night, Coach, and credit to Iowa State. Uh, they... It felt like Houston was going to pull away. They were able to kind of stay in it, but man, that Houston team is tough. They are, and I heard it on the broadcast, and it reminded me of when Houston was in the American, and they just foul you on every play, but the refs aren't going to call it. That's how they play defense, and it works for them. They are swarming. Yeah, Kelvin Sampson has done a great job all the way back to Washington State and Indiana and Oklahoma, and um, you know, just uh, and of course the trouble he got into at uh, Indiana was so minor that. Uh, uh, you you know in hindsight you wonder what in the heck uh, the NCAA or Indiana was thinking about getting rid of him but uh, uh, clearly one of the great coaches in the country and uh, somebody that uh, they got a chance you you know that you hear the trite old cliche defense travels but defense does travel and it'll keep you in games when you can't score at times and yeah. everybody goes through that drought especially once you get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, Coach Mack, you wanted to uh, to bring up Jason Williams' comments. I, I was honestly unaware of this. I did not see this. Yeah, Jason Williams had a few interesting comments lately. One of them uh, a couple weeks ago, he said if uh, with the NIL and all this that uh, if he was at Duke, he would transfer to Carolina because they played a more up tempo style of play. That did not sit well with the Duke folks. 
<laughs> I missed that as well. But but this, but this statement is actually way more bizarre than that. And is he and just I, trying to out bizarre himself? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure because I have not talked to anybody yet that agrees with what he said. All and, right, but we'll, but we'll talk about it. Shirley, do you have the Jay Williams take on Caitlin Clark? All right. I think she is the Stephen Curry of women's basketball. I think she has changed the dynamics of the way the game is played. I think the way she plays, the pizzazz, is like she's probably the most prolific scorer the game of basketball has ever seen. Unmatched. I am, I am unwilling, and maybe it's more the, the Kobe mentorship around me, to say that she is great yet. I think she is the most prolific scorer the game has ever seen. I hold great or the levels of immortality or the pantheon to when you win championships. I'm just, that's just me. So Diane Taurasi, when you win three consecutive championships, two-time national player of the year, it has to to culminate with the chip. It has to. I mean, Brianna Stewart, if we're talking about GOAT legends of the game, she's won four chips. Four chips, multiple national players of the year. So I'm not saying that she's not at a high, high, high level, but for it to go to the states of immortality, in my opinion, it has to culminate with your team winning a champion. I wish we had. She right that. though. To what? He right though. He's right. <laughs> Caitlin Clark is not great, says Shirley Rhodes. Wow. No, I didn't say no. Yes, you did. I was joking. You took. I was oh, okay. joking. All right. I hope so. Wow. I was totally joking. <laughs> My eyes were going like. <laughs> I mean, but Caitlin Clark deserves to be in the conversation with a Diana Taurasi and a, a Brianna Stewart and a Sue Bird, even though she's retired, but. You know, she can be that type of player for the WNBA. I mean, they've got to be chomping at the bit to get her to, you know, play professional ball. Yeah, and and they have said as much. All of mm-hmm. them talk about you know the chance to play against Caitlin and what she what impact she'll have and and the eyeballs that she'll bring to the WNBA. They have all said those things. And and but to, to put the thing on a player like like was Peyton Manning a great college player? Absolutely. Did not win a championship. Never even beat Florida. Was Shirley's Dan Marino a great quarterback? 100%. I yeah, don't know. Never won, never a, won ne- a Super Bowl. Never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, we do this without like Barkley yeah, and, and all and, and that's the thing. I don't. I haven't talked to anybody that that, uh, that agrees with Jay Williams' comment. And I don't really understand why he said it. And <laughs> I, I understand you can define you can define greatness any way you want. And True. maybe if you're yeah. going to talk about greatest of all time, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but they're not talking about a GOAT conversation. No, he said great. He said the word "great." I don't. I wouldn't yeah, say. I wouldn't great. call her great right now. Which is ridiculous. that's insane. Which, which, first of all, he she broke a record that had stood for quite a you know extended period of time. She puts up the points, and the thing is, is that if you look at the team, as in Iowa, um, you know, you're not going to see quote-unquote greatness because if, she's not on like a team like a UConn. I mean, Diana Taurasi and 100%. Brianna Stu- Stewart both played at, at UConn. They came from championship caliber teams. If she had she's their doing teammates, this without that championship caliber type team. Rebecca Lobo's teammates. Exactly. Any of the UConn greats you want to say, she would have won multiple championships by now. No question. Absolutely. But, uh, the UConn had people on the bench that would start for Iowa. Now, Sabrina, was she um, a UConn player too? No, I can't remember. she played for Oregon. Oregon, thank yeah. you. This so is what she, makes people want to transfer and go to uh, to other teams and ring chase. 
Because they can't be great unless they win a championship. Well, I mean, you know, Charles Barkley, uh, someone we yeah, we talked about here, he, he chased he chased that a little bit going Phoenix to Arizona and, and then uh, to Houston. Yeah, you can still be great and not win a championship, Absolutely. but you're not a great player if you choose to not win a championship to be okay with it you know i don't imagine caitlin clark would be like i would exchange the three thousand some hundred <laughs> i'm gonna get mine you know points for a ring yeah. you know what i'm saying i yeah. I, I think that it, that's a little bit skewed there and if you're talking about goats you can't put her exactly in the same discussion with diana and brianna because they're older. They they've been there. They've won the championship. Yeah. She's still in school. I mean, and Sabrina Sabrina's going to get there. And then you've got another player that's coming out of the ranks. She's coming back to UConn for another year. Paige Buckets or Paige Becker, Beckers. Beckers. Yeah. Yeah. Buckets. Paige yeah. Uh, Paige is going to be a really good player coming into the WNBA too. So you're going to be coming into uh, a, a league where you've got the likes of. Caitlin Clark and a Sabrina uh, Ionescu and a Paige Buckers, Beckers. I always I get buckets and Beckers mixed up, but <laughs> you get those three in the WNBA. You can, that's that's like the equivalent. Now I'm, some people are going to get upset with me when I say this, but it's if you look at that star power on the women's side of the basketball, that's like uh, like a Charles Barkley and um, a Reggie Miller. And maybe throw in, you know, a Larry Bird as far as lethal three-point shooters. Uh, well, Charles Barkley wasn't a three-point shooter, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, it's that kind of star power that the WNBA is chomping at the bit for. All right, we're running out of time. I want to read a tweet real quick. Uh, Joe Pompliano earlier today said, The new college football playoff will put the four highest-ranked conference champions as seeds one through four. That means that even if Notre Dame is the number one ranked team in the country, they will get the five seed, requiring them to win four straight games to win a title. That is brutal. D1 football player Alex Harper responded to this tweet eight minutes ago and said, this is not brutal. Join a conference. There you wow, go. strong words from the East Carolina long snapper. There coach, you man. go. He's, he's dead on. <laughs> Join a conference. Uh, yeah, so uh, that is what the... I guess Notre Dame and who else is a U- independent these days? UMass and uh, pretty soon to be Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harp, do you stand by your words? Yeah, I do. Because let's be honest, in a sport where we have put so much emphasis on the preseason poll for some reason and recruiting rankings from people who most of the time don't even know what they're talking about, you can get for like for instance Notre Dame. What Notre Dame could do is they could I mean it would easier said than done, but you could go out, sign like two top five recruiting classes in a row, get a high preseason ranking, and then schedule North Carolina Central and UMass for twelve games in a row and just beat up on everyone well, and go twelve and zero and then make the college football playoff because you went twelve and zero but you were preseason number three. You could but i mean they do have an agreement with the acc and notre dame plays traditionally good teams every year for the most yeah traditionally but i'm just saying like what's what's keeping them from doing what i just said if you're not in a con and then on top of that you want to complain that like oh we're we're not going to be able to get the number one seed well join a conference play a tougher schedule and earn your way into a top four seed to get a buy then boom amen amen to that
Thank you, Alex. Good take. Coach Mack, enjoyed it, man. I did. Where are you at? Went too quick. What you got going on this week? Uh, actually, I'm going to call. This is, this is kind of fun. The uh, I called the very first game for Liz Kitley, who's two-time player of the year at Virginia Tech in the ACC. Um, I called their first her first game and her teammate, Kayla King, and uh, I did it on TV. And Sunday, I'm going to call their final game on radio in Castle. Awesome. And... So does that mean? Oh, they still have another week yeah. or so. Yeah, but. last game in Castle. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, you'll have some conference tournament action coming uh, up soon. I do the the CAA. I'll have the first three days of the CAA. Looking forward to that, and then I'll be with the Virginia Tech women and then the NCAA. Awesome, good stuff, Coach. Uh, enjoyed it as always. We'll talk to you next week when we return. The Mully Man, Mike Mullis, joins us. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join driveherenow.com get car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you driveherenow.com serving eastern north carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the pirates and mustache march is right around the corner coming up on thursday pirate radio will be at ube starting at 11 a.m raising money to fight als with our 2024 jungle nation t-shirts the new Jungle Nation t-shirts are only $20 a piece, and all the money raised will be donated to the ECU Baseball Mustache uh, March Fund to fight ALS. Get to UBE this Thursday, starting at 11 o'clock, and pick up your new Jungle Nation t-shirt while supplies last. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. ECU Campbell going at it in Bowie's Creek today. Five o'clock. We will talk to Chris Haymeyer coming up in a little bit to get the Campbell perspective on that one. Uh, Fighting Camels open up the season, welcoming UC Santa Barbara, who is nationally ranked and winning two out of three. Lost their opener twenty to eight, but came back with a five four win and a seven to three win to win that series. Mike Mullis was on the ESPN Plus call for the pirates on friday when uh, parker bird got in at bat and the pirates won their season opener he joins us now on pirate radio live mully how you doing man good buddy how are you doing good great to hear your voice on this show great to hear your voice on sports center and good morning america and and all over the place uh we got uh, some prime Mike Mullis time. Uh, that was cool. What a moment, Mully, and uh, you were there to call it. I, unfortunately, was not there. I was heading home uh, from Pirate Radio and missed Parker Bird's first at bat, but hopefully I'll be able to see one later this year. But how uh, how about that moment you got to witness and uh, and talk about on Friday? Yeah, no, it was uh, – I mean, I you know, it, you, you kind of get caught up – not kind of. You get really caught up in the moment, and it's hard to – even imagine what you're going to say. We we talked about it, feeling like it was going to be a real possibility that it was going to happen, especially, you know, Pirates go up 7 nothing early. Uh, but I think, you know, kind of 
kind of what I said was directly from my heart. It was right on the top of my mind. It was the most amazing thing um, that I've ever seen and maybe amazing, inspirational. There's a lot of adjectives that could be used to describe, you know, what we all got to see. Uh, but it was, it was, it was incredible. And it was, it, it, it spilled on into the, in late into the night, getting, you know, phone calls and messages from, from different people that some knowing that, that, you know, I had the good fortune of, of being, you know, on the call and some just going, man, isn't that incredible. So pretty cool, uh, pretty cool deal. And, and uh, one of those nights that I'll certainly uh, never forget. Hey, and the baseball was great this weekend too, Mully. It, it very just kind of drama free. It almost felt too easy at times. It's not going to be this easy all year, starting today with Campbell. But talk about a dominant weekend, Mully. Sixteen to two, and then two seven nothing shutouts. And even you know you're you're winning a game, and you get to some bullpen arms, and the other team will put a few maybe garbage runs up or, or start a rally, get some guys on base, but that didn't even really happen this weekend. I mean, it was it was dominance from Friday to Sunday. No, uh, the Brocks only managed to uh, bang out, I think, a total of eight hits hmm. the, uh, on the weekend. So that's, you know, and then you know, the, 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 left, the left fielder, the freshman, uh, was not theoretically supposed to even be in the lineup and even some question as to whether or not he would have traveled, but, you know, they had – uh, some sickness run through the team and you know so he, he accounts for two of their runs and uh, with the two home runs so I mean yeah it was uh you know good performance I, I think it's you know it's one of those deals and you see it in all all you know, different sports it's that that was they beat the they beat that team the way they should beat that team and it, it even in that I'm sure that uh, there are a lot of positive takeaways but obviously some things that could could use a little work I I know that uh Justin Wilcoxon was probably not overly pleased with the entirety of his weekend, especially offensively. And, you know, there were a couple scoring lulls that kind of, you know, at one point the left-hander that they, uh, that, that Ryder brought in Aiello uh, out of the pen in the first, and he retired like nine or 10 guys in a row and yeah. actually was making it look kind of easy. But you're also talking about a guy that was 68 to 84 was his velocity spread. And um, quite frankly, you know, the 84 is maybe something you're used to seeing on an, on an off-speed or, a, you know, a, a slider or, you know, a good hard slider. But the 68 is, you know, it, it's very rare that you get in the cage and turn the uh, turn the machine down to 68 so you can work on that. So, and that's how those guys are, are you know, have opportunities to be successful. It's kind of one of those things you go, you know, if he threw a mile, a mile an hour uh, or two harder, he'd get killed because he would be at bat speed and, he, you know, he was a guy that just lived below bat speed. So, you know, those are the things that I know that I'm sure the staff of the team want to see improvement on. But, but all in all, you're right, man. So- solid you know solid opening weekend and if you're looking for improvements molly we talked to cliff godwin about this last week when he joined us east carolina was such a big inning team last year and and would have some empty innings well they only scored in three innings on saturday and only two on sunday uh but those innings were a a four spot and a three spot and uh there there was some three up three downs uh, in the middle of those so want to maybe get more consistent throughout the game but once again the the pirates uh, a big inning team and we we saw that in the first inning uh, on Friday to get the uh, season started. Mully, uh, how about a, an arm that stood out to you? Any anybody pop? Uh, who who were your standouts pitching for ECU this weekend? I mean, I, I you know, I, they were all good. I, I think uh, I think all the starters did what they were uh, what they were supposed to do. What you know, what the staff had hoped they would do. Obviously, if I'm going to give uh, props to somebody, you know where I'm going. I'm going with the left hander. 
Uh, you know, his velocity is up 94, and, uh, you know, I even think a five or two. And, and you know, look, I, I think they, they top the bottom pitch well. I love the, uh, the the middle relief guys on Friday night. Uh, they came in, and, man, those dudes, you know, between uh, Norby and uh, – I'm drawing a blank. Chris, uh, the uh, G-Dub transfer. Taylor. The, 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 the G-Dub. Yeah, yeah. He, man, they pitch with such great rhythm and – you know, get the ball and make the rocket chair. Here comes another pitch. So, no, I think top to bottom, man, the pitching staff uh, answered probably a lot of questions, and they threw a lot of strikes. That that was the thing. I, I think there were a couple pickups where you know, walking guys where you're ahead in counts and find you know, kind of falling behind, and uh, you know, but but man, again, it's the first weekend of the season, and um, you know, that's just part of it. Kind of touched on a little bit. Jamie was asking Mully your thoughts on Chris Kaler getting the ball today. Went two innings, struck out four in uh, the victory on Friday. So Cliff got him some work on Friday. Now he's going to start on Tuesday. Uh, what did you, you you said you liked him, Mully? Uh, how do you like him starting tonight? Yeah, no. I, here's the deal: what I see with Kaler, he 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 counts on that rhythm, uh, and he is kind of a nibble and bite guy. You're not going to see. Uh, many, if any, 90s out of him. It's going to be kind of 88, uh, you know, 86, 88, living in that range with the fastball. He's got to have his breaking ball. And he's he's a guy that you're going to know fairly quickly in an outing if he's going to be able to give you any depth. And and I say that because if, if he's missing spots, um, you know, and with the rhythm he throws pitches as, as fast as he goes one to the other, that's a guy that it could blow up on you in a hurry if he doesn't have, you know, his competitive stuff that night. But look, I like him in that role, and he's no, I mean, he, you know, he was the guy uh, before he came here on a staff that was, you know, that was reasonable. Uh, so he's he's been exposed to being a starter, a weekend starter. I'm sure he's thrown in the midweek, uh, you know, from from coming for George Washington. I I like him. I, I do. I like him in that spot, and I think he's going to give uh, he's going to give the Pirates some big innings. Is there a way now, Mully? Can you call time? Can you step out? Is there a way when uh, the pitcher is going so fast with the the pitch clock now to try to get him out of his rhythm or get in his head, or do you got to get right back in that box? No, they, they they're they're pretty uh, pretty hard and fast on keeping them in the box. Yeah, there there is an allowance of number of times that you you know that you can step out, but it's kind of a it's kind of a team total kind of deal. So you, you know you're not gonna. You're not going to waste them, and once you get in the box and you got the pitch clock going, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of a, a lot of factors there to just step it out. And I don't know if, if you remember, but years back, uh, you know, pre-pitch clock and, and even uh, pre-COVID, that was kind of a philosophy against the East Carolina pitching staff is that they would step out, the opposing teams would step out a lot yeah. in an effort to break that rhythm. And I, I mean, I remember specifically talking about it. That you know they would stretch games and you know again in the box out of the box just for that very effort. So uh, really works in the Pirates' favor and actually in all of baseball's favor uh, to uh, to have you know pitchers moving with rhythm and again it's a compression of action and you just you know you get more opportunity uh, as a fan to 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 enjoy what you came to see and that's yeah. guys play baseball not you know not kind of strut around the place. Yeah, certainly noticeable uh, from past years. No, no doubt, it, it does go a lot more more fluid. No more, uh, no more, no more Garcia pairs out there fiddling with the batting gloves between every pitch for twenty seconds, Molly. Yeah, no extra waggles. You know, <laughs> in, in golf where you're yeah. in with a guy, you know, he hands over a ball for 
you know, 30 seconds and he's like, he's, you know, it's like, it's like, it's somebody needs to hit the play button. So, uh, but no, they, I mean, they, they're going to keep it moving along. And again, I, I, I do think that's a, a huge benefit for the game at large. Molly, we'll see uh, what uh, Coach Godwin decides to do DH wise and field wise today. We saw Cam Clonch at first. Uh, on Sunday, and uh, we saw him drop a bomb. And uh, you want to get him at bats, McChrystal, uh, DH. We've seen them go a number of different ways. Bristol Carter has found his way onto the field and would be starting, I think, for a lot of teams right now. You could say that for a lot of Pirates who aren't starting right now. So uh, we'll see. Is this going to be a game-to-game thing kind of, Mully? Uh, I doubt we see the same starting lineup uh, throughout this season. No, and I, you know, and and Coach Godwin said that early on. He said, you, you know, you're you're not going to see the same starting lineup this weekend going into this past weekend. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's it's a matter of uh, of of who's doing what right then. You know, who's hot, who had good BP, who you know, who had a good couple days of practice. I mean, all those things factor in. And then sometimes, man, it's just pure gut feel, and you know, there may be some. You know, th- these guys amazingly they know each other from playing. Uh, you know, showcase ball against each other. I mean, a lot of these guys have familiarity, and it could be a situation where it's like, hey, you know, this guy had really good luck against uh, you know the pitcher from the high school days, and that you know that's a confidence builder. And I mean, you know, look at it going into uh, going into the Carolina series. Uh, you know, I- I'm sure at some point it will be discussed with with the staff. Hey, uh, Dixon, how did you do against Mateus? Because obviously <laughs> they're going to have a chance at some point to square off against each other. And, yeah. you know, and, and they, they, they've got history. So there's, you know, there, there are a lot of things that go into those decisions, but you're right that, you know, this, this team definitely has a lot of uh, interchangeable parts. Molly, uh, you know, anything about the two and one Campbell fighting camels we'll see today. I watched a little bit of them, and I think they're you know they turned had a big roster turnover. I think it's Campbell baseball. I, I you know kind of the same thing that that you've kind of grown to expect with them. The the, the scrappy lot that's going to have uh, you know good players and guys that kind of have a chip on their shoulder. And uh, you know that that first game I think was kind of an, an anomaly. They look up and they're down twenty to nothing. Uh, scrap back to get eight runs, so you know they they certainly weren't left for dead. But uh, and then two big wins against a, a really good Santa Barbara team that, as you mentioned in the open, there, you know, I think they're like 17 in the country in one poll. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be more of the same. I just uh, I had somebody ask me today, okay, who do you take? You know, the Pirates have had such tough luck with the with the Camels, or especially early in the season. And it's, uh, I, I think this one's going to be interesting. It'll obviously be the first real test of the year uh, for the Pirates. The Camels coming off something being up, you know, a little more of a testing series for them. So, I, you know, I, I think all that said to say, I, I don't have a pick. And all that said to say, I think just we're going to expect the same type of games these two teams always play. Mike Mullis joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line. The Pirates Camels tonight. Pirates Tar Heels this weekend. We've got two tickets for the Sunday game. Uh, we'll be giving away coming up in hour number three. Ticket Tuesday brought to you by Toby Williams and Sailor Warehouse. Uh, got that coming up later on in the show. Molly, it's great to talk to you year-round, and uh, we'll talk March Madness coming up soon. We talk NFL and Go Pack Go, but something about talking baseball with Molly on Tuesday. Just everything's right in the world, so enjoyed it, man. I appreciate it, buddy. And, yeah, this weekend will be a fun one, and uh, 
Uh, I, I look forward to. You got any calls? A lot of quality baseball. You got calls this weekend? Uh, I've got the home game. Okay, I've got the home game for ESPN. Yes, so that'll be uh, that'll be a fun one to call, man. All of them are, but that one, uh, you know, that'll be probably a little extra juice in the ballpark. So it should be uh, should be a good time. Yes, sir. We'll see you Sunday. Thank you, Molly. Okay, buddy. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, talking Pirate Baseball. Uh, speaking of Pirate Baseball, coming up this Thursday, we'll be at UBE starting at 11 a.m., raising money to fight ALS with our 2024 Jungle Nation t shirts. And if you are watching YouTube or Facebook, you can see these shirts. Have the Pirate Radio logo on the front, Jungle Nation, and 23 on the back of a black shirt. Uh, come out to UBE this Thursday starting at 11 a.m. $20. Get your T-shirt and uh, raising money to fight ALS and get ready for Mustache March. We'll uh, take a break. Come back. When we return, we'll get the Campbell perspective on today's game with Chris Haymeyer. We are back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Man, I think my eyes are going bad. Why's that? When did you start wearing glasses, Shirley? Oh, gosh. A long time ago? Yeah, I think high school or college maybe i've never worn glasses or contacts or anything uh steve is asking are the shirts that we'll have at ube on thursday the same material as the ones last year well steve i was not involved in the knitting of these shirts the ones from last year i have on so you want to look at the tag on this one can i touch you sure hold on (laughs) hold on i'm gonna touch shirley real quick Steve, these are 60% cotton, 40%, 40% sound like Rick Patino, polyester. Shirley, will you, what do you think? These feel a little something. Uh, it's, about, it's about the same. It's about the same. It, this one's been washed a few times, so. About the same. Yeah, so it'll probably wind up feeling the same. We're going to go the same, Steve. Show me same. Thank you, Shirley, for helping me out with that. All right, let's. Uh, Chris Haymeyer's missing all this action. We got to get Chris in the studio. We'll, we'll touch him too. Uh, Chris, welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. How you doing, man? Okay, look what what kind of show is this? I know it, it used to be the sports bar. It seems like it has tilted back that way. Uh, I know now why you never invite me on later in in the show. I'm always one of the first guests, but 
I'm 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 entertained. We never know where it's going to go, Chris. Uh, but we appreciate you joining us and. Chris Haymeyer used to be uh, in this room uh, at this microphone uh, answering calls on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show and uh, hosting his own program. And he has uh, long since uh, been the play-by-play voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, among other things. And, Chris, we always bring you on when the Camels and Pirates get together, and they'll get together on the Diamond coming up in Bowie's Creek in about 30 minutes or so. East Carolina 3-0, Campbell 2-1, lost the opener 20-8, Chris but able to bounce back and get two wins to win that series against a ranked opponent, UC Santa Barbara. So what's the uh, the talk in Bowie's Creek coming off uh, the first weekend? Well, the talk's a lot better after that Friday game. Campbell set to maybe reload, not rebuild, which you can say now kind of like ECU when it's been 10 years now of a, of a really good Campbell team. But, you know, last year, a team that was in the top 10, in the top 15 for three-fourths of the season, finished in the top 25 when it was all said and done, and and they lost a lot from that team. They had four guys drafted, which was the most in Campbell history, so there are some new faces and some guys that are expected to do some some different things that have been on the team, and after they, they got that first one out of the way, they came back and beat a good team. UC Santa Barbara, of course, a College World Series participant and a team with a rich tradition out west. They took the final two games of that series and now following it up with a with a chance to take on the Pirates uh, here at home, Coastal Carolina next week as well. So I think Campbell got the nerves out, got the figuring out done after that after that Friday game and and it was it was a big thing to take two of three from a top twenty team. And the Camels have had success against East Carolina of recent note, Chris. And uh it's no longer a you know i'm not going to use the scrappy or you know <laughs> all, all those uh phrases you use with a campbell baseball team they're a good team uh we saw it last year for three games and uh the pirates owe them one coming up today but uh always fun when these two teams get together and kind of become a tradition chris to play that first midweek of the season and uh it's turned into a pretty good rivalry uh campbell got the better of ecu last year pirates looking to uh, bounce back this season yeah, definitely. Credit to both these coaches, and, and especially Cliff Godwin, to putting these games on the schedule every year. You're right. When I talked to both Cliff and Justin about it, I said, man, that's a that's a big matchup now that both these teams are, are perennial uh, NCAA tournament participants and, and really in the top uh, 40, 30, or, or a top 25 in the nation. And they said, you know what? It's awfully hard to get a midweek opponent that first and last week of the season and the fact that you have a really good team right down the road that's going to give you a pretty good challenge and be a measuring stick at the beginning of the year, and then at the end of the year, maybe if you've played some weaker conference opponents and you want to remember what it's like to take on a really good team that you're going to see in the NCAA tournament, you have Campbell and ECU that play. Last year, you'll remember they played at a neutral side as well when they played down at Fayetteville. Um, Campbell was able to go 3-0 and against the Pirates, and that did a lot to get Campbell's RPI up, to get uh, uh, wins over a, a ranked team, and that's what really propelled Campbell at the start of the year into the top 25 in a place that they, that they never left. It's really fun. There's a lot of purple and gold in the stands here today as we're just about 30 minutes away from, from first pitch, and then in that last week of the season, there'll be a lot of orange and black in, in the stands, and and I'm glad you said it because this is a, a very different team 
than the Campbell's team of 10 years ago when Campbell made it to the NCAA tournament for the first time in 20 years. They were, they were getting on base by getting hit by pitches, getting a guy to steal second, funded to third, and then scored home. This is, was a team last year, a Campbell team that was in the top 10 in the country in batting average, OBP, slugging, runs, home runs, and then in the top 50 in ERA. They spent four guys to the draft. Zach Neto, a, a homegrown talent, is the starting shortstop for the for the LA Angels. So so this is a a legit Campbell team that is in one of the richest college baseball states in the entire nation. And it's so fun that both these coaches, they don't have to anymore, but the fact that they play each other and kind of put it all on the line early makes it a lot of fun for for guys like you and me. No doubt about it. Chris Haymeyer joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. ECU Campbell getting underway at five o'clock. Uh, Jamie says, Chris, you're lucky. Uh, you were banned last year from the show after the trouble we had with Campbell. I guess I forgot that I banned you from the show. So congratulations, Chris. I, I don't yeah, I don't even remember that. I feel like I've banned you like three or four times. But you did. Well at first you were nice that there was the curse of Chris Haymon. Yeah. That was an actual thing from from women's lacrosse to women's <laughs> soccer, any sport that they played. I appreciated you still had me on at that time. I didn't know about about this latest fan, and I'm sorry. What what happens if the Camels win four in a row against ECU after tonight? Clip is is this it? Is this the farewell tour? Yeah, this could be it. So uh, let's make it uh, memorable, Chris. This might be it for you if the Pirates lose tonight in Bowie's Creek. Uh, while we got you here, Chris, looking forward to uh turning the calendar and the ncaa tournament conference tournaments march madness campbell uh right now sitting at six and eight in caa play a league that uh you got charleston we saw uh, unc wilmington come to mingy's earlier this year pirates were able to win that game but they are a very good team uh what, what's uh campbell's outlook in the caa and who is the team or teams to beat uh, once conference tournament rolls around yeah, it's been pretty good so far. This, of course, is is Campbell's first year in the in the CAA in all sports. And the one question mark was with Campbell's athletic department. Okay, where where can they com- compete? Can they compete in men's basketball? And they've kept their head above water, six and eight, as you said, and that's losing four of the last five, including on a uh, half court shot at Monmouth, that was number two in Sports Center last week. The top of this conference is. Really, really good clip. I, I I think there are a couple teams up there that if they get into the NCAA tournament, they can they can make some noise. If you're thinking about uh, about your bracket, UNCW is really good. Campbell almost got them down at their place. They're they are selling out that arena each and every time that they come out there as basketballs back at UNCW College of Charleston is is really really good. And some teams from the Northeast that that some down here might not know about. Towson, uh, a team from the Baltimore area, is pretty darn good. And Campbell just played a Drexel team uh, this past weekend in, in downtown Philadelphia that's a team that has one of the best big men that uh, I've seen in this conference and one of the best point guards as well. So so those teams that are at the top four there, any of those teams, if, if they make it out of the, the, the CAA tournament that's coming up in a couple of weeks in D.C., uh, they might make some noise in some brackets somewhere. Chris Amire joining us. Uh, Chris uh, just woke up from a what week and a half celebration following the Super Bowl. Is Kansas City Chiefs are a machine, a dynasty? Uh, Chris, you have become what you once hated with New England. You are the the villain now because your team wins every year. Clip. I knew you were going to ask me that question, so 
I have some statistics here uh, in front of me for those that that want to vilify Kansas City. And and look, I was I, I felt it this year that that there was a little bit of are, are these the new the, the new Patriots? Picture, if you will, back in the mid '80s in a small town in Missouri, a man without cable, my dad. A son without cable. And the only way he could really see any of his regional sports teams was the NFL every Sunday, watching a terrible Kansas City Chiefs team from the early 80s to the late 80s play. Watching the terrible team play. Panther fans know what I'm talking about. Every single (laughs) Sunday, because it's the only game on, on your TV. So that was me growing up. From 1986 to 2017, the Kansas City Chiefs were 4-15 and 15 in the playoffs. So then they started mm. to get good, winning a lot of regular season games. But they were what the Dallas Cowboys uh, have experienced as that really good regular season team that fails in the playoffs, including Cliff going 1-10 in, in the playoffs from 1994 to 2017, including seven straight first-round playoff losses. So not only... Were there playoff disappointments? It was playoff disappointments for over a decade. Having a number one seed and losing to the wild card team, it was quote unquote devastating losses like that. The Chiefs were not in the Super Bowl for 50 years. And that's why this has been so surreal to us Chiefs fans that like this team before Kelsey, before Mahomes, before Taylor Swift, because the Chiefs aren't supposed to get national attention. The Chiefs aren't supposed to win in the playoffs, and they definitely aren't supposed to win multiple Super Bowls. So that might make some of you even um, hate the Chiefs more. (laughs) But but just think about it. And Panther fans out there, if you love a team hard enough, someday they're going to pay you back. It might take 50 years. I'm also a Kansas City Royals fan. Every 30 years, They win the World Series and then don't make the playoffs again. And let me tell you, is it as good as you think it is when your team uh, wins a World Championship? You're darn right it is. Mm. I'm done. That was... uh, I I, I wrote that out this morning. (laughs) That was beautifully stated. That's good. Doesn't make me hate them any... I I will say that. I mean, honestly, (laughs) I did hate the Patriots during their run because they were so damn good. Uh, Mahomes and... Yeah, especially Andy Reid, like they are not as hateable, I think, as Brady and Belichick. For me, anyway. Maybe people disagree, but <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's when I've when I've been pleading my case. I'm like, come on, like Patrick Mahomes, he's you know you like him better, and coaching too. You know, a- Andy Reid is like the high school coach that you knew growing up. Right? <laughs> you know, and he answers everybody's questions a-, a little too much. So, so thank you, and thank you for giving me this platform to make my case about why you shouldn't hate the Chiefs as much. Yeah, that was great. We got that on tape. So now if you uh, you can just play this back to anyone who questions, you know, should we be hating the Chiefs right now? <laughs> All right. One second, I'm going to airdrop this to you. <laughs> Chris Amire joining us. I wonder if I would have hated the Chiefs back then if Christian Okoye dated Whitney Houston or if uh, <laughs> if Dwayne Bow was dating Shakira or whoever was popular during the time. Uh, but yeah, oh my gosh, I, I I forget your NFL knowledge of the obscure. I mean, that was the thing. No one knew those names outside outside of. Oh come on! You knew, everybody knew the Nigerian nightmare, Chris. I hope you anyway. came up with them right off of. Uh, right <laughs> off. You're the you're the best clip. 
please don't ban me from the show, whatever happens tonight. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. East Carolina and Campbell. We got a, uh, a starting lineup for the Pirates. We'll read in a moment. Right now, we will say goodbye to our friend, Chris Amar. Chris, always fun uh, talking with you, man. We'll uh, we'll do it again soon. All right. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a good one, you guys. All right, buddy. There he is. Chris Amar joining us pirate radio live line shirley how long is my chat with rajay 16 and a half minutes all right let's take a break we'll come back and hear from rajay harris and give you a lineup for ecu and campbell when we return pirate radio live wrapping up hour two coming up hour three it's ticket tuesday we're giving away two tickets to East Carolina and North Carolina. We'll do that in hour three of today's show. More to go. We roll on. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. You can also relax with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Here's your East Carolina lineup for the game against Campbell coming up shortly. Riley Johnson leading off in center field. Starman, Jacob Starling. Hitting second and at second base. Carter Cunningham will bat third, playing first base. Jacob Jenkins Cowart is in right, hitting cleanup. Chaz Myers will be the DH today. Hitting fifth. Dixon Williams is over at third, hitting sixth in the lineup. Batting seventh will be Luke Nowak in the left field. Justin Wilcoxon behind the plate. Hitting eighth and Joey Barini will be at short. Hitting ninth. Chris Kaler getting the ball for the Pirates. Earlier today, we caught up with our guy. Rajay Harris joined us inside the Pirate Radio studios um, and talked some off-season with him and a whole lot more, and here is that. It is awesome to have Rajay Harris joining us in the Pirate Radio studios as Holt Naylor's walks through the door. Rajay gives everybody a smile when uh, they come across him, including myself, Shirley Chandler, and now Holden. But, uh, Rajay, great to see you. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm, it's, it's lovely to be here, man. You know, I love you guys, man. I'm so just glad to be here. Uh, I so we're gonna talk about your dancing in a moment, but Uh-oh. I saw you on the court dancing and saw that pink cast and was like, oh man, what what happened now? So, Rajay, what's the story with the cast on your left hand? Uh, I just been battling an injury for a little while now, uh, a little over a year, I say, uh, in my wrist, but uh, got it all worked out now and shoot, get out of the cast today and we're back to it. Yeah, and it. you kind of breeze by it, but you pretty much played the whole season hurting, <laughs> right? The whole season, man. The whole season, the whole fall camp, man. It's just been hectic, but I just got to battle through the little injuries, and you know, man. Uh, you know, I've been been through so many injuries, yeah. so you know, I know how to deal with them. I know how to go about it. So, man, one one day at a time, and 
that's what I've been doing with my wrist. So we're here now. You were dealing with that. How how did you get through the season as far as uh, the leg, the the lower leg injury you had? Um, it was getting better and better each day, each week. Um, you know, I had my nags and my pains, but the last three games of the season, honestly, was my I was feeling the best I've ever felt. So you know, uh, just getting through you know the season and the practices and having the you know motivation from the coaches, the training staff. You know, they motivate me, telling me I'm looking good, and you know, making me making me get that uh you know that positive that positive energy. So that just kept me kept me going and pushed me through. Talking to Rajay here, so you got a question for Rajay. You can get it in on YouTube and Facebook. He's gonna hang out with us here a couple of minutes and uh, talk about the offseason. Man, it's been a crazy offseason, Rajay. Uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick out and and man, across the board, everybody loved Donnie. Uh, the, just a, a great guy. Uh, but the offensive numbers weren't what you wanted last year, so a change has been made. H- how has the shift gone from DK to John David Baker here early on? Um. It's been great, man. Honestly, he came in. He called me the day he got the job. Well, very surprising, but he called me, uh, just told me that he wanted me to trust him. You know, that wasn't going to be easy off the bat, but, uh, you know, as it goes on, man, week by week, man, you see the you see the progress in the whole offense. You see the different mindset. You see the shift um, going in the positive direction. So, you know, everything's faster. Everything's more like, you know, dialed in. Uh, we having more meetings, more individual meetings, more meetings as a, you know, as athletes. Uh, so everything's going in the positive direction. I'm just ready to see it this spring. I, it used to be uncomfortable to bring up. It kind of still is, but it's so easy to to move on these days, right? Especially when you're coming off a bad, you know, two-win season when you, you got a coaching change with the – the offensive room, um, you're sticking it out. Uh, no, no surprise there. But did you you have any thoughts in your mind, Rajay, about maybe going elsewhere? Uh, no, nah, not really. You know, sure. I was telling somebody the other week, uh, East Carolina was my first offer, and I'm real big on loyalty. So you know, That's awesome. It, it it wasn't nothing hard for me. You know, it was a lot of a lot of big decisions for a lot of other people. You know, a lot of people not here no more. But you know, I'm glad I'm glad we got the same team. Well, most of the same team, and you know, we're ready to get it done. Rajay Harris joining us. Uh, Robert asking, how does Rajay feel he fits into the new offense? And and we think like spread and, hey, we're going to go fast and throw it around. But John David Baker and, and everybody that I've talked to over there has said running the ball is still the most important thing. So how do you think you fit? Uh, I feel great. I love it, man. You know, high tempo offense, you know, where people down. You know, know what I'm saying? We can take our shots or we can run the ball. Uh, the big boys up front, they've been in that weight room, and they've been, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be special up front, you know. And then we got the quarterbacks behind us. Uh, we don't know who's going to be the starter because right. all of them guys are go-getters. So, you know, it's going to be a special special year for the offense for sure. Yeah, a lot of returners, especially in your room, Rajay, guys you've uh, gone to war with, but a lot of new quarterbacks. Raheem Jeter returns. Uh, other than that, you know, Cole Hodge is a – a uh, guy coming from high school, and then you got the two transfers in Garcia and Hauser. So uh, you just said it. It's going to be a competition. What do you think about this QB room that uh, the coaches have assembled? I love it, man. Them guys are taking charge already. Uh, Raheem Jeter is actually stepping up to take the leadership role as well, not just Kayton or uh, Garcia. Man, them guys are really just, you know, they all going in together and making sure the offense is clicking on all cylinders. Um, after Matt drills the other day, we had um, perfect 20s. We only got the seven. 
and the quarterbacks took, you know, ownership and took leadership and just told us we'll finish with three, you know, after everything was done. So, you know, that's something big. That's something small to, you know, probably the people outside of the, that locker room, but it's it's kind of big to me, you know. Me being here going on five years, man, it's just you don't see stuff like that. You know, Holton used to do stuff like that, but Holton's <laughs> not here no more, you feel what I'm saying? So them guys are stepping up and filling big shoes. Talking to 47 here today on Pirate Radio Live, uh, Rajay. I know one guy that's excited. That's Rodney Freeman. I talked to him last week, and uh, he comes in with a room ready to go. He said that made this job very attractive uh, with yourself, with Marlon, with the returning Javius Bond and everything you guys have in that room. What about Coach Freeman? Uh, how have you jailed with him so far? Yes, sir. He bring that juice every single day. And, you know, that's something I do. So, you know, I tilt my hat to him. He coming in, not knowing none of us, but the first day he just brought that juice. You know, he let us know that he's going to, you know, lead this group to, you know, greatness you know it's not gonna be a day it's gonna of an average day it's just gonna be every day it's gonna be a work day so you know i respect him for that uh mike houston said yesterday that uh javius bond was a full go so that is good news coming off an injury uh rajay you you dealt with uh something very serious so do you find yourself kind of mentoring these guys? Hey, keep your head up. I was there. Now it's you. Let's let's get back and uh, get going 100%. Yeah, everybody's starting to really get that 1% thing, I say. Oh, yeah. You know, dealing with just one day at a time. You know, having that mindset. Even the good days, bad days, just one day at a time. So everybody's starting to get it. starting to click around the locker room and, you know, they're starting to use it in a positive way. So, uh, yeah, Mike Houston told us a little about, uh, bit about Matt Drills. He said that and uh, Alex Harper uh, is interning now with us, a uh, long snapper at East Carolina. He said, this is pretty tough, but the, the toughest part of the season, he said, is fall camp uh, when it's uh, really hot outside, getting ready for the season. How does, uh, you know, when you talk about mat drills and, and what you're doing right now, is this one of the toughest things you do all year as for far sure. as the team? Yeah, yeah, that's one of the toughest things just because you got you to gotta find out who your leaders is because everybody's hurting, everybody's <laughs> tired. But, uh, you know, the leader's going to step up. They're going to go first. They're going to wait last. They're going to leave last. You feel what I'm saying? So it's going to be a good t- good show with just who the leaders is on the team and who the people that you can go to when times are rough. Uh, and then spring uh, football will be next. Um, what will be kind of your role there? Are you going to be able to be a full go uh, with the wrist and everything? Most likely. Yeah, most likely I'll be in there doing you know, about everything. Uh, Coach Houston has talked to some of the guys on the team. Of about uh, you know limited reps just because we done you know did everything but um, I'm full go man I'm ready to do it I'm ready to, ready to go out for my last one man you're like the the 12 year NFL vet that gets a few <laughs> days off you came in here and you said you told Keaton you were getting old and yeah, he had man. to say nah you're alright yeah Keaton don't like that he told me I wasn't getting old so shoot <laughs> 22 I guess I ain't old how's uh how's Keaton doing I've been seeing him around lately that's good to see yes sir I'm with him about every day yeah. uh, he's good man good mental spot um, he know he can call me for anything. So, you know, he's been good, man. He's been good. If it was uh, – oh, yeah, Rajay told me not to bring up the 49ers. Oh, my gosh. Here we go, guys. Chandler, did you watch the Super Bowl? I can't talk to him about it. But yeah, you watched it? Okay. Um, <laughs> At least we made it. At least we made it. If it, was, if it was Niners-Ravens, could Keaton have got you a ticket maybe? Would y'all oh, gone out I there? wish. <laughs> I would have went. I'm telling you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, we talked to Jack Powers a lot. He's a fellow Niners fan. And, uh, boy, we talked to him like four or five days later. He was super <laughs> depressed still. He was sick. <laughs> but, he lost about uh, 10 pounds. What you think, man? Uh, can you can you get it done with Shanahan and Purdy and that crowd? Because you got uh, so much around them there. I don't... We just got to score. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, the defense was doing their job, but you can't stop Pat Mahomes for that long. Nah. You, know? you got to score seven instead of three you when you play to. Mahomes. You got to. That's, man, that's the next Tom Brady, I tell you. Uh, yeah, he might be there right now. It's crazy. <laughs> um, Kenny says at the end of the season, those last few games, it looked like your speed and cutting uh, seemed to be peaking. You kind of mentioned that. Did you you felt really good at the end of the year? Um, he's asking how you're doing right now, and other than the the, the wrist, how you feeling? Other I'm than that, good man, yeah. mentally good. Uh, like I say, man, I take it one day at a time. I'm cherishing all the little times with my daughter as she, you know, living with me right now. So, man, I'm good. I'm taking the brace off this year. So hopefully a lot more big big plays, uh, explosive plays, man. And just be ready, man. It's going to be a show for sure. That's what Mike Houston said he wanted this offense to look like. He also said that every day Blake Harrell and this defense is bringing energy, enthusiasm, and and namely confidence. And it's, it's tough to have confidence when you struggle offensively. But he said this spring he really wants to see your side of the ball take it to the defense. So it's probably going to be a fun spring out there with the, yeah. the challenge. Coach Baker told them first day he got here that uh, – we're going to burn the juice. You know, the defense didn't like that, of course. Big Tay had his words. But uh, I believe him, man. I'm telling you, this offense is going to be something special, man. It's going to be able to put the put the ball in the playmakers' hands, man, and just let them work. Uh, Alex is tuned in. He said, tell Rod to get a cut. He top five, man. That's all I'm going to say. He know what I'm talking about. He top okay. five. All right. Where are you at anyways? That's a good question. I figured he'd be here. He's supposed to be working with us. He's not doing anything football related. Oh, is he? okay then. I, I got know. something for him. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, he will be here later on this afternoon uh, for Pirate Radio Live. We're talking to Rajay Harris. If you got a question, we got a couple more minutes uh, here uh, with Rajay. Kenny says I could see forty-seven with a big old star on his helmet. Oh, That's gross, oh, right there. Man. None of that. Don't let my mom hear that. <laughs> please. Please. I go anywhere, though. I'm just, right. Uh, yeah. I'm going anywhere. Yeah, we ask these guys when they get uh, picked up or drafted, you know, is that your first choice? Is that where you want to be? You say, hey, whoever takes me, I'm <laughs> you got that right. I'm a new fan, right? You got that right. Uh, are the, oh, by the way, congratulations. You said you graduated yes, uh, in December, so that's yeah. fantastic. Yes, so I appreciate you, man. Uh, what'd you graduate in? Uh, I got my communication degree. Uh, I'm going to do something, you know, like this. Yeah. Um, start a little podcast. Holton, Holton kind of inspired me a little bit. <laughs> QB One kind of inspired me a little bit to start my little podcast. So uh, within the next couple of months, I'm going to get that started. Uh, real estate as well. I'm trying to get my real estate license this summer just to have, you know, income coming in. Like I said, I got a little one and I got to make sure. Yes, sure. sir. So. Yeah, look, you've always been great to talking to, but just uh, your your personality, the the smile, everything like you you, you need to be speaking to somebody <laughs> and uh, motivating people because yes, uh, you can you can certainly do that. I be trying, man. I be trying to do a little something. Yes, sir. Uh, Rajay Harris joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios, and um, let's see, Chandler, Shirley, anything for Rajay? We ain't seen him in a while. Go Niners. <laughs> uh oh. What you got for our guy? I just want to know how he feels about the Tay Tay celebration. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I just want to know. Next so, as a 49ers question. fan, were you sick of all that? <laughs> or, you know. I was sick the whole week. That, the whole, after the Super Bowl, I was sick. I didn't want to say nothing because Coach Houston was going to rub it in my mouth. And Jack Powers was calling me. He was sick. <laughs> I was just sick. Can you listen to a Taylor Swift song now? Or have you, like, banned her from your library? It's banned from my ears. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me ask you another question. What uh, did you think about the halftime show? It was all right. It was, it was all right? It was all right. Okay. I, I really want to see Lil Wayne up there, so we need to 
I don't know what we need to do. Well, you did see little. little Wayne. You did see little. Did. John. <laughs> you, <laughs> didn't see, you didn't see little Wayne, but you saw little John. I need to see little Wayne. Is it in New Orleans next That's year? What I heard. It, is. I mean, it is. It is. I saw somebody say we you need might as well Wayne. get. Yeah, yeah, you might as well get him for that. You might but, as well, huh? Well, yeah, because he's from New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. the, you know the thing is about Little Wayne though, and I did not realize that realize this, but mm-hmm. he doesn't memorize like his his raps are not written down anywhere. He mm-hmm. has to it's w- if he's yeah. So when he has to perform, say for like if he goes on a late night show or something, <laughs> yeah. he has to have his lyrics printed oh, out wow. and he has to memorize them because he can't remember. It. He should just do whole new lyrics for his, his old songs. <laughs> just come up with new lyrics. I think he that would be great. Can, he actually, can do that, though. Yeah. he probably can do that. Uh, all right, Chandler, you got a question no, for Raja? I was going to, maybe it's too early to ask this, but I mean, do you have any goals for the 2024 season? Well, maybe rushing yards, total touchdowns. Like, what, what's your goals for this year? Uh, number one goal, man, I'm just trying to win because it's every game we got on this schedule this year is winnable. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to take that one week at a time. But individual goals, I just want to set myself up for my future. You feel what I'm saying? So whatever that is, uh, I'm trying to do. Um, but yeah, I ain't really got too many individual goals. I feel as if we win and do what we got to do, that's when all that's going to come. So, uh, clip while uh, while we're thinking about it, we have a very special guest on the phone line that would like to ask Rajay a question. Uh oh! All right, Uh-oh. caller, you may go ahead. Rajay, what's going on? You know who this is, man. This is your boy Alex Harper, man. Oh, First of all, I just want to come on here and say you need a cut. Oh back. my goodness! Have you seen Holton lately? <laughs> Some I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Have you seen him? Nil deal. Nil deal. I need some clippers or something. That's what you saying. I need some clippers. I already got my headband on. <laughs> Come on, I ain't supposed to tell everybody my secret now. <laughs> <laughs> but genuine, genuine question, man. I just want to. Uh, Coach Houston came on the show yesterday, and he shared that you know with the 21 new guys that we got on the team, how they've been integrated. I want to hear. From your perspective, how has how have the new guys adjusted to being in the program and some guys that have really stood out to you uh, since we started Matt Drills and headed into spring ball? I think they, they I think they all adjusting well. Uh, I got to give a big shout out to Winston. Um, man, Winston is one of them guys. You know, um, you know he's just a different breed. Um, Winston, you got them big boys up front that's very athletic. Um, but I say Winston is one of them guys that. He's going to be a playmaker for us, um, special teams, receiver, whatever. Whatever we need him to do, I feel as he can do it. So I have to say Winston. Appreciate you, Rock. Clip, thank you for letting me hijack the show. Oh, <laughs> wanted to ask Rock All right. a question. Show up to work this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, show up at work. Gotta, I'm coming. <laughs> All right. Our radio live. Like Dion, I'm coming. <laughs> I will see you then. Uh, Rajay, looking at your numbers, uh, 70 yards away from 2,000 career yards. That's a nice milestone. Uh, two touchdowns away from 20. So if you can get, let's say, um, 11 or 1070 and 12 touchdowns, hit that 3,030. That'd be good. That'd be what's up right there. I'm so there's a, there's a few uh, milestones I for you. That. But Rajay, Rajay wants down. to win. I want to win. I like man. that. Yeah. I got to win. Let's get some W's. Uh, Rajay, thank you for coming by, man. It's awesome to talk with you, as always. We appreciate you. You already know, my guy. All right, there he is. 47, Rajay Harris joining us here 
on Pirate Radio Live. Talked to him earlier today. My guy. What's up, my guy? What's up? Uh, he is a pleasure to be around and speak with. And uh, Alex, I found out what top five means. You're definitely top five. Can we? We got to let the listeners know. Rajay says, tell Alex. If I'm top five, you are top two <laughs> and not two, my friend. <laughs> Alex, uh, what did Rajay mean when he said you're top five? Uh, top five means you're one of the top five ugliest players that play for East Carolina football. <laughs> Maybe we should have uh, Delaney go down the list and rank uh, rank the top five. That would be a great experiment. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> it was in the man section. One day when we don't have a lot going on, uh, we'll, we'll have our ECU rankings Yes, on looks. I would recommend shaving that day, Alex. <laughs> I don't know. The beard works for you, man. Yeah. If you saw me without a beard, you would tell me to keep it. Top three. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> probably the top spot. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back uh, hour three. Ticket Tuesday. Bryce Williams is here. Pirate Radio Outdoors, Fleet Feet Rundown, and the intern games continue. This is like a newlywed game. How well do Alex and Delaney know Zach? We will find out. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. It's the summertime. Here it is. A cool, slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the normal. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hard work. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076 Integrity Home Mortgage Pirates Supporting Pirates And Pirate Nation, when you're on the way to see the Pirates play this year, be sure to stop by Shimmer Boutique on Greenville Boulevard and pick up one of the brand new custom t-shirts from the ECU baseball players. There are new custom shirts from Parker Bird, Jacob Jenkins Coward, Dixon Williams, Ryan McChrystal, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman and Danny Beal. The t-shirts are available now in both youth and adult sizes and only at Shimmer Boutique If you live out of town, it's not a problem just message shimmer on facebook or instagram or give the uh, store a call get one or all of the new shirts today at shimmer and look sharp in the jungle this baseball season now let's head back in to prl here's clip brock all right back with you pirate radio live we already got bryce williams fired up in here on a, a tuesday surely can we introduce one two the big three, fella four. i saw the light i was Baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. We need to get Cooper Greer back in here. Oh, I want to know. I was hoping, you know, I looked over and you and I here are sitting here bobbing. You just enjoying Just bobbing. And I look over at Studio B. What and do we No got? one's acknowledging. I couldn't see Cheryl. So I'm not sure what she's doing. But no one's acknowledging our music. Well, Alex is uh, 
No, and his, his head's in his phone. Dang, Delaney just staring. I mean, dang. Uh, <laughs> I think Delaney just got a free shirt, so well, she's excited over there. There we go. Alex, you with us, man? You with us? Yeah, I, you're man. with us physically. Are you with us mentally? I'm locked in. Did winter workouts whoop you that bad? No, they weren't that bad this morning. Man. You're doing mat drills, Bryce. What, mat are, what are mat drills? I guess that's a um, different term than our, like, hell week type of thing. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Nice. Why is it called so, mat drills? You're on the turf. I, I still don't know the answer to that question. Hmm. I have Marshall no idea. had mat drills, but, like, we would do stuff outside and then go inside. On mats? Yeah, like crazy stuff, but I was injured, so I didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, on the... Practice. Are you hurt or are you injured? They ever ask you that? I think injured. Okay. Yeah, I was injured. Right. Yeah, I was on the practice field at 540 this morning. Hey, we're good. So I, was okay, this guy. With, I was getting in it with y'all then. Not out the field, but at the gym. Yeah. You've been up a solid 12 hours. Yeah, running on it. And he had class. <laughs> He's been writing a paper. Writing a paper. He's got a Man. how well do you know your fellow intern game coming up oh, in a little bit, Bryce. Okay. So, uh, busy day for Alex. One of the all-time Man, days. What is to be a student athlete? Man, the grind. Alex a good said, line. "What'd you I, say, Alex?" Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just curious. So, for me, you know, people say, "Man, I bet it's hard being a student athlete, juggling practice and school and everything." Me personally, I never. I guess we were just used to it. it never really wore me down like that. What do you? What do you? What is the current student athlete feeling? I think it's way more taxing mentally than physically, mm-hmm. honestly, because, I mean, it's a lot of, yeah, we we do work hard. We're in the weight room a lot and we practice a lot, but I think it's more of just like it being every single day, meetings included. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, b- me being a long snapper and not doing that much at practice probably has something to do with it, but right. to me it's been more yeah. of a mental grind than physical. Right. yeah, yeah. Because some are required to like do study hall. I never had to do study hall. I guess my grades were just you know way up there. Man, so I never was required there. But like y'all, I was like everybody required study hall now or not really. Um, all freshmen are required, and if you have under a certain GPA, you have to do study hall. Do you have to do study hall? No. There we go. That just answers no. our question of our academic athlete. Hey, academic first, you know. Yeah, student athlete. Exactly. And I tell you what. Alex, I'm going to give you a glowing recommendation for your work here as an intern at Pirate Radio. I appreciate it. You're going to get at least a B minus in there. Yeah, at least. <laughs> hey, just do I get to give us some kind of a yeah? What's it called? A, a do you have your uh, our, uh, interns? Do you have a sheet from last week where you critiqued uh, Delaney and Alex on their singing? Yeah, it's we need all to up here. we need to turn that into the uh, professors yeah, yeah. or whoever handles that. Uh, <laughs> I could come up with something good. For that you know the game we played I could, delaney great delaney singer delaney. really folded under the pressure at math though. yeah yeah golly. that really that really held her back <laughs> my favorite quote of you being a judge in one of our games was the lights too bright or are you just not good enough <laughs> that, was, that was a tough one to answer for delaney hey. delaney went home and looked herself in the mirror after yeah. that <laughs> i'm a communication student I, mean, I do not take a single math class well. <laughs> You'll, hey, one day you'll think it's Delaney. Exactly. When you're in the real world and you got a subtraction problem exactly. to figure out. What are you moaning about, dude? The whole, oh, wait till you get to the real world conversation. Yeah, I know. I'm tired of having it. I don't know. You get ready, brother. Get ready. Taxes. Bills. I just went to the tax man. I had to pay in and everything. Youngins. Well, how did, oh, what, NIL stuff? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like $90, but still. Oh. Alex, one day you wake up, you got five youngins running five around. Five. At no. the age of 27. Little Alex Jr., little Allie. Who has five children? Alex Jr., Allie, Allen. Alexa. Big Al and, Ale- and Alexa. Big Al. <laughs> he's the fat he's kid. He's your fat kid. But he's he's jolly. He's, he's happy. Happy baby. Okay, good. Good to know. Bryce. Yeah. We got football schedule news. On our Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet Feet. Get your feet feeling happy and feeling good, like Shirley Rhodes, who has those sweet blue New Balances from mm, Fleet she Feet. Have them on right now? You rocking them today, Shirley? Oh, Let's yeah. See. Can we oh, see? Oh, yeah. Let's see those beauties. Oh, yeah. Oh, look wow. at that. Look at that. You can run a quarter mile nose in no time. Locally owned and operated by East alum Chris Lunyon, Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service. That's key. One-on-one service. Yep. And they will uh, have everything for you, whether you be a walker, whether you be a runner, mm. whether you uh, are somewhere in between. Jogger. A jogger, a galloper. Jogging. A, a skipper. Uh, Fleet Feet has the tools and technology. They got that 3D foot scanner mm. to make sure it is the perfect shoe for you. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Mm. Oh, Bryce was a little salty yeah. coming on the show today because we got some ECU football scheduling news. Uh, here are the bullet points. East Carolina and their game at South Carolina moved from 2027 to 2030. Uh, ECU at ODU moved from 2027 to 2026. ECU has added a home game with North Carolina Central in 2026. Yeah. Yeah. ECU has added a home game with Charleston Southern in 2028. I was waiting for it. ECU has added Norfolk State in 2030. Mm, Man, well, I guess you kind of, this has to be rhetorical for you. Well, Alex won't be a part of these games, so oh, he can answer true. truthfully. How fired up are you about that? I'm fired up about us playing Central, man. Oh, uh, a uh, revenge game. Yes. Oh, is it? Okay. I will be in attendance for that game for sure. Okay. For sure. Is that where Yansford's from? Yes. I see, I see. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, overall, Bryce... Hmm. You're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, man. I was, you know, you know, I always enjoyed the ACC rivalry games. I mean, I feel like that was a huge part of ECU. You know, Pam Virginia Tech, North Carolina, North Carolina State. Um, at least in my era. I mean, I just they get fired up about. It. I think the fans get fired up when you play those teams, and then obviously branch out in SEC schools. I mean, I just think it just brings a little more excitement. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always exciting when, you know, you have – when football season's in and it's a home game and Daddy Fick, I mean, to me, you know, nothing compares to it. But um, I just would like to see just something really get you know, schedule fired up, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's underwhelming. And yeah. I, uh, we'll look to them real quick, 2024. Uh, Bryce, you – you poo-pooed Liberty a little bit. They were a top, top twenty-five they team are, last they week. Are, yeah. it, it, it might not get you fired up, but right. it'll be a good, a yeah. good opponent. App State coming here. I like that I game. I do like that one. Okay, West Virginia. I do like. Well, uh, just twenty twenty-four. Oh my bad. Norfolk State at ODU. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's there. App State at Liberty, twenty twenty-five at NC State. Let's do it. Yeah. Campbell at home. Okay, one FCS. Yeah. At Coastal BYU at home. Yeah. 
That's pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that maybe I was looking. To, I'm down with that. I was picking the negatives out of it, but there's some good ones. I think Coastal will be cool. Um, you know, Myrtle Beach and all that stuff. Um, is BYU on? As far as I know, it is. That, that'll be good to have them yeah. here. Um, 2026, NC Central. Alex will be the one person excited for that one. App State at home. West by God, Virginia mm. at home. I hope that that, would be that cool. stands. Yeah, me too. And at Old Dominion. We love to play Old Dominion. Old Dominion. 2027, Wake Forest, Georgia State. Mm. I don't love Georgia State being on the schedule, but yeah. do we owed they kicked our ass yeah. last time we yeah. played them. At their place, right? Yes. So yes. we owe them one. Yep. 2028, NC State at home, Coastal at home. You got Charleston Southern and Ed Wake Forest. I like that. That's a good yeah, schedule to me. Yeah, I like that. Pretty good. 2029, we make the Virginia trip. ODU and Liberty here. 2030, Norfolk State at South Carolina, Old Dominion. 2031, Old, old Dominion. Dominion. This is getting old. Dominion. For sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you'd like to see more sexy opponents on yeah, that schedule. most definitely. I do like the Wake Forest. You know, yeah. we, we handed it to Virginia Tech, you know, Carolina, NC State. I, I Wake and, like, Duke, I always we wish we could have played them because then it could have really solidified in my area, you know, hey, we're the best ones in the state, you know, and I feel pretty confident things would have gone our way um, in those games. Just kind of – you know, it's just been neat to play those. Yeah. Change it up. yeah. It gets people fired up, but hey, if you know what, if you're going to play these schedules, you, you better dang sure win them all Let's win them. against these FCS and and quote lower tier teams. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Let's get a break in. We'll come back. I tell you what, as we go to break, let's give away some tickets. It is Ticket Tuesday brought to you by Toby Williams and Sailor Warehouse. In this world, this new world of having everything delivered to your home or office, why wouldn't you start using Sailor Warehouse for all your cellular deliveries? Toby Williams and his team are in the business of delivering phones and tablets every day to customers, which enables you to take the hassle out of visiting a store. The best thing is this great service is free. Call Toby Williams today, 252-799-7051. Let his team... Make your wireless experience fast and easy. Sailor Warehouse, your local U.S. Sailor authorized agent. And Toby Williams is going to deliver you these tickets. Mm. Or find a way to get them to you. Let's do caller 4, 317-1250. 317-1250. Caller number 4, 317-1250. Two tickets to East Carolina and North Carolina on Sunday huge baseball matchup at clark leclerc it is sold out so this is how you win your tickets right now 317-1250 we're back with more after this all right listen check it check it check it I want a girl with extensions in her hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair, a Fendi bag in a... You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The technicians at New Blue stand ready to face any challenge that time or the elements may throw at your home. Your home deserves the best, and New Blue is ready to help with any electrical, plumbing, and HVAC needs. 
New Blue also now specializes in crawl space moisture control and encapsulations along with septic system repairs and installations. Contact them today at callinublue.com. New Blue Service Group, redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open seven days a week with live music every night with the best lineup of bands on the weekends. And, of course, ladies get in free. Sunday Fun Day rolls along with free pizza with cornhole tournaments starting at 3 o'clock. You can also check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the music lineups. And we'll see you at the Buck. And as we uh, return to the show clip, as uh, we are heading into the mid of the or middle of the second inning or bottom of the second inning, I should say, East Carolina and Campbell, no score as of yet on your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Somebody asked, uh, I think it was Eric on YouTube, when is Delaney performing Ice Ice Baby at DeBuck? When are you taking your show on the road, Delaney? Let me know. I'll be there. I'm ready. Right. I got to get the lyrics down, but <laughs> then I'll be there. Uh, a Harp is about to join us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Derek wants to see Colorado get on the football schedule. I'd welcome Dion in. Oh, yeah. Come on. With arms wide open. Mm-hmm. All right. We are missing uh, We're missing a couple things. We're missing, we're missing Chon today. Yeah, where's Chon? Raleigh? One of the, during one of the breaks, I was just aimlessly walking around, Delaney, looking for Chon. pacing. Yeah. It's like, where's my, where's my Chon? Dang, where gone. is Chon? Well, you know, you, you're missing your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Because he follows you like a little puppy around the studio. Yeah. So, I mean. Shadow. Yes, maybe, your shadow. Maybe I'm the shadow. Uh, he's, nah, I'm, nah, I don't well, think so. Uh, he is in Campbell with Zach. Bowie's Creek. Creek. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love the spelling we got going on here. Is that a reoccurring gag? What do you do? Uh, Just a lot of E's. Ongoing joke amongst the interns. So I knew Zach wasn't going to be here, but I still wanted to challenge your young minds. You got to keep the mind sharp and do some sort of contest today. So what I did was I sent a questionnaire to intern Zach. And we're going to do a, you know, how well do you know your fellow intern? Because this weekend, you guys were all working so hard, did a great job. You got that picture together, like a Christmas card, Mm. looking so nice. I made them take that. I wish we had the audio clip of Delaney before we took that. We were just standing there. She's like, guys, come here. Let's pretend that we like each other. (laughs) They were standing there like, like, I was like, come on, come on, we're buddies. Come on, give me a smile. Yeah. I don't know. We were just being fun. We didn't want to do the arms wrap around thing. All right. Well, we'll find out how fake that picture was <laughs> if y'all don't know oh, anything man. about Zach. Uh, Bryce, I'll let you play the uh, that the celebrity edition. There we go. You can because you you and Zach have hit it off as hunting outdoorsman. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see how well you know Zach. Shirley played earlier today and she did pretty good. All right. So. Where are my questions? And I'll have you know, I know nothing about Zach, so that ought <laughs> that ought to help you a little bit. All right, <clears throat> don't look. Yeah, hell, eyeball. I was uh, no, I was not looking. <laughs> All right, question one. Let me make a scoreboard here with A and D. Uh, you're going to show me an A or a B, guys. What is Zach's last name? Is it A. Lewis or B. Morris? Zach, 
They're going A. I just told him this. <laughs> you should not have done that. Both get a point. Do y'all know who Zach Morris is? Do y'all know? Do y'all know? I feel like it's a Charlotte your... Hornets player. Oh, no. <clears throat> did, did Zach come up with the answer choices too? Um, a couple, and, and I did most of them. Though. Okay. Zach Morris, uh, character on Saved, Saved by, the, by Bell, the Bell, an old show that mm-hmm. y'all don't. Yeah, care y'all weren't around then. Yeah, I don't know. Does Zach have any siblings? A, yes. B, no. Why y'all are staring each other down? Like, Wait, can you count? Do we do it at the same time? or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Show your answer. We've got A for both. Do y'all feel confident about that? You do? I feel like he's talked about siblings before. We've I might be delusional. You are correct, the... Alex. Okay, good. That is good listening and... He has a sister, right? Or is it a brother? I have you no idea. Okay. <laughs> I just talk, asked We him. all talked about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did Zach have a family dog growing up? A, yes. B, no. Show your answers in three, two, one. Is that your answer? No. Oh. Delaney is correct. <laughs> and unfortunately, Alex, you are incorrect. <laughs> He, uh, he had a family dog. He actually had multiple family dogs. Was one of those dogs named A, Dowdy, or B, Petey? He had a pirate-themed dog. Was the name A, Dowdy, oh, or B, Petey? Uh, three, two, one. Ah, I'm All right. going A. Well, it is Petey. Ah. Alex, did you just remember hearing about Petey? Yes, because he told me about his dog named Petey. God, he did not that retain so that information. Sense, All right, Delaney is four for four. Alex has three right now. Does Zach prefer to A, stay up all night, or B, wake up early in the morning? See, an all-nighter or an early bird? A, all night, B, early, three, two, one. We got A for all night for Delaney. We got B for wake up early for Alex. The answer is stay up all night. Oh, my God. Whatever, Zach. You lying. <laughs> he literally, we had a promo for something like a coffee for 5K or something. And he was like, oh, dude, I might do that. I'm up early all the time anyway. <laughs> wow. Liar, he bro. set you up for failure Unreal. on that. All right. Would Zach rather be A, in the front row of the Boneyard in a sold-out Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, or B, in the front row of the Menjis Maniacs in a sold-out Menjis Coliseum? Would he rather be in a packed Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, A, or a packed Menjis Coliseum, B? Three, two, one. We got A for football for Delaney. <laughs> we got B for Alex, and the answer is A. Well, thanks, Zach. <laughs> he was just talking about that the other day. See, I'm sure he was. She focuses. She yeah. makes eye contact and listens to the people talking. Alex, come on! <laughs> wow. Uh, Alex has numerous favorite songs. Uh, one of his top three is this one, a uh, classic rock song. Is it A? Let it be by the Beatles. He means Zach. No. Oh, okay. You so, said Alex. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Zach's, uh, one of his favorite songs is A, Let It Be by the Beatles, or B, Time by Pink Floyd. A, Let It Be, B, Time. Three, two, one. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> it is Time by Pink Floyd. Oh. He right. also talked about that recently. <laughs> wow. Goodness. How does he talk about all this stuff? <laughs> Man. Now Somebody pays okay. attention. No, in your defense, I don't think you were there yet. You weren't. It was when we were uh, deciding our songs. You weren't uh, there yet. You weren't okay. there yet. Mm. That's fine. Cost of being a D1 athlete. You had other stuff to do. <laughs> all right. Zach's favorite movie all time is A, Cars, or B, oh. Toy Story. I don't know. Three, two, one. Alex says Cars. Delaney says Toy Story. It is Cars. Yay, good job. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> How'd you know that? Um, I didn't, but if the answer was not Cars, he was incorrect anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is the second time we've talked about Cars yes. today on the show. All right, is Zach generally more attracted to A, blondes, or B, brunettes? I don't know this. Don't look at me like that. Zach has bright blonde hair, but do opposites attract, or does he want to match? All right, show your answers in three, two, one. Blondes have more fun, according to Zach. He is going with blondes. Delaney, correct? This is not fun. I'm not having a good time. How many questions are there? It is eight to four. There are 19 total questions. And I think we've been through nine. You need to turn it on fast and hope Delaney just has a complete meltdown. Mm -hmm. Zach's dream vacation would be to which country? A, Brazil, or B, Iceland? One of these is his dream destination. I think you can get this one. Now you so are pitying him. No, I'm serious. It makes sense if you think about it. Three, two, one. Because of soccer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, Shirley, they both got it wrong. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking soccer, too. Zach is, what I've learned from this segment is Zach is an interesting person. <laughs> Iceland is his dream vacation. Wow. That's random. Who knew? What even? I don't know. Uh, what is one thing Zach would like to change about his body? Would he, A, be able to put on more weight, be a little thicker with two Cs, or B, be taller? Would he rather be able to put on weight or be taller? I need your answer in three, two, one. Delaney says, A, put on more weight. Alex says, be taller. He wants to be even taller than he already is. Alex, that is correct. Good. I thought that because him being on the club track team, oh, I yeah. would have thought him weighing more would make his life harder. So mm. that's why I went with Way taller. to use context clues and reasoning there. Yep. Bryce, uh, we got a few questions left. What do you think about the game so far? It's going good. Uh, this could be the downfall of, De- downfall of Delaney uh-uh. with this getting wrong. Alex will be picking it up. He's starting to think think through his friend and all that and maybe he's starting to pay attention more to you know mm. all right uh is zach's gpa higher or lower than 3.3 a higher b lower i need your answer in three two one delaney thinks it's higher as does alex the answer is lower he is a 3.0 I did not think he would. Yeah, I didn't think he'd put it out. Willingly there, put yeah. that out there. <laughs> Wait, is something wrong with the three point oh? No, it's What's just like 3.0? nothing. Gagum. Nothing. Well, I would kill for it. <laughs> no, I just, I just would think 
if you're bringing up your own GPA willingly, well, I, I asked him the question. A, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Who is Zach's all-time favorite athlete? Is it A, Clint Dempsey, or B, Rod Brendamore? Do you know any of these people, Dylan? No. <laughs> okay. You got an advantage here, Alex. Can you use it? A, Clint Dempsey. Should I tell her of the sports? Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. No, what? No. Clip, finish okay. the question, man. All right. Three, <laughs> two, <laughs> one. You both get it right. Clint Dempsey is a soccer player. Yay. Is this one of the questions he picked the answers to? Yes. I feel like he tried to draw me in with Rod Brendamore. He kind of did. Well, honestly, I said... I want to do a hockey guy. I don't want to do a basketball, football, baseball guy. So I was like Eric Stahl, and he said, put Rod Brendamore. I liked him, and Alex might think it's that. So I yeah. think he was trying to trick yep. you. Mm-hmm. Trick you. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we move on. Uh, you got a lot of paper there. Yeah. <laughs> Would Zach rather take his hot date to a nice restaurant or order takeout and eat at home with his date? Is he low-key, or is he putting on the Ritz? Is he dapper? Is he dapper, Zach? A, (laughs) nice restaurant. B, eat at home. Three, two, one. You know, this one surprised me, and it surprised Delaney as well. He would go to a nice restaurant. Alex is making a little run here. What's what's the score? It is nine to seven. Delaney with the lead, but... Uh How many questions we got left? Closing in. We have two, five questions left. Okay. I thought we were at like two. No. You got time. All right. So definitely in the cards. Lock in. Did Zach get suspended, detention, or a phone call home in school? Did he get in trouble in school? Mm -hmm. Could it be any of those things? A, yes. B, no. This is high school. Suspended, detention, or a phone call home to his parents? A, yes, B, no. Need your answer in three, two, one. You both say yes. His direct quote was, he was an angel. Never got in trouble in high school. Mm. Yeah, okay. Come on. Come on, Zach. Hey, that's what he told me. (laughs) I trust him. Does Zach have any piercings or tattoos? Tattoos. Tattoos. A, yes, B, no. Does he have any piercings or ink on the body? A, yes, B, no, three, two, one. We got two no's, and y'all are correct. You know you're Zach. Are you willing to share? Do you guys have any uh, tattoos or piercings? I do. I have a half sleeve up to my elbow on my right arm. Okay. Delaney? My ears. Okay. Wait, tattoos on your ears or piercings? <laughs> oh, yeah, a bunch of tattoos on my ears. Nice. He's got an ear sleeve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, if Zach was to get a tattoo, would he get uh, A, an ECU logo on the bicep? He referenced Shane Carden with that, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or B, his family crest on his back? ECU logo on the bicep or a family crest on his back? A is the logo, ECU. B is the family crest. Need your answer in three, two, one. Uh, Alex is going the ECU logo. Delaney's going Family Crest. The answer is ECU logo. We have a one-point oh, no. game. Oh, boy. No. How many questions are there? Like three? <laughs> We've got 
Oh, and these two are great right here. Oh, gosh. Mm. These are the last two questions, Bryce. This is going to oh, be good. Oh, man. Oh, hey, man. it's coming down to the wire right now. Yeah. And we're going to take a break to really let it oh. simmer. Let's take a break. We'll come back. The final two questions. And they are questions where the answers are Alex or Delaney. The last two oh. questions, y'all are part uh, of the questions. What? This is going to get good, and I don't have a tiebreaker, so I hope it doesn't end in the tie. All right. We'll, uh, we'll quick have to call him. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard yeah. update presented by DeBuck. We head to the bottom of the third. No score between Campbell and ECU. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a th- two Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the license professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. What do they have to do? Man. They really bounce back. They really got to focus up now, Bryce. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Kenny asking, uh, Bryce, are you a speeder or do you drive the speed limit? Speeder. <laughs> You're a speeder? Join the club. Our buddy here got a ticket. Oh yeah, I got it. You said you were a speeder. I got a ticket this weekend. Dang, nice. How yeah. fast? Yeah, seventy-two and a fifty-five. He was that's, that's highly speeding. Yeah, that's mm, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Where was this? It makes me feel bad talking about it because I didn't even feel like I was going that fast. Mm, do you think he'd be? He should fast. be suspended the first two games of the season. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Uh, Delaney has her fans. Dana and Jack are rooting on Delaney. My aunt and my cousin. Mm. Uh, Alex, you have no fans. Right. It's typical. <laughs> but he, it's all right. He, is, uh, sometimes you got to be your own biggest fan. Exactly. Absolutely. There are zero people wearing 49 jerseys in Dowdy Fick right <laughs> fall. That's going to change this year. Yeah. That's going to be a, a cool very popular number. He is. Cool. <laughs> All right, we are down to two questions. Delaney had a commanding lead. It has evaporated. Mm-hmm. Delaney up 10 to 9. Two questions left to go. And these are the, the uh, these are my favorite questions. Pretty good. We are playing How Well Do You Know Zach? Intern Zach. Who would Zach trust more with a secret? Would it be A, Alex, or B, Delaney? This is tough because we haven't known each other for that long. Does he trust uh, Delaney? Does he trust Alex? Neither one. I need your get personal. Your answer in three, <laughs> two, one. They both say Alex. That does nothing for me. Wait, no, I meant to say me. Delaney oh, you should not have said that because Alex has tied it up. Oh. No. 
He picked Alex. No. Yeah. Zach, we're talking about this. How does that I wonder make what you feel? Dwight? Yeah. How does that make you feel? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what his reasoning is. Yeah. We'll find out later on. Eric says bro code. Ah. Bro code. Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> valid. I do not have a tiebreaker. So, somebody win this. Somebody win it. Who does Zach think is going to win this game? Oh. A, Alex, or B, Delaney? Mm. Who does he... The man he trusts? Who did he pick or, to win this game? Do you play poker, Alex? I love your poker face you got going right now. A couple times. Yeah. I don't have a very good poker <laughs> face. I, I have not won that. any money, if anybody's listening. <laughs> is it A, Alex, or B, Delaney? Three, two, one. They both say Delaney, and they both are correct, and we are tied, folks. Jeez. I don't know what to do. Hey, should you ask a question about me? <laughs> or do we call Zach on the Pirate Radio live line oh. and get a question? But he, is he going to be able to do that really quick? He's at a baseball game. All right, dude. let's take a break. I'll text him a question. There we go. And, and we'll see if we can uh, break this tie. We'll do that, Pirate Radio Outdoors, and wrap up Pirate Radio Live when we return after mm. this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It's been a struggle today for the stock market. The Dow was down 64 points at 38,563. The NASDAQ was down 144 at 15,630. And the S&P was down 30 at 4,975. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. All right. We have an 11 to 11 tie. Delaney and Alex, how well do you know Zach? Final question, closest to the pin. Uh, have y'all write your answers down um how many deer has zach killed in his life i have a pen i will I uh, type mine down okay that's fine see with no hunting experience i don't even know what a realistic number is yeah well, so this is tough how for many me what deer yeah you hey, can't look at it put your phone down he's, she's writing an a hey okay. will you relax <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat one more time. How many deer has Zach killed in his life? Hunting. In his life? life. Okay. I'm going to assume like the first four years of his life, he probably didn't kill any. But yeah, in his entire life. How old is he now? 21? No, he's 20. 20. <clears throat> okay. So that's over a decade of hunting. <laughs> Bro, what's up, man? Here. Do you want to write yours, or are you going to put it in their phone? I can just type it. Okay. But how long do I have to think? Like, uh, three seconds. Oh, my God, no. Um, okay. All right. Oh, wait, I just turned my phone off. Okay, there you go. Show your answers. Delaney's going with? 
20. Alex is going with 49. This man's out here like Rambo. I had no idea. Before we we give the answer, Bryce, how many have you killed in your time here on this earth? Would you Uh, guesstimate? Probably around Delaney's number, 20. Zach is at 8, which makes Delaney Delaney our winner. winner. 49, dude? Was he got a a Uzi or a (laughs) rocket launch? So, okay, so here was my... Honestly, I was going to write seven just because it's a lucky number. And I literally had my hand to write seven. And then Bryce said, that's about a decade of hunting. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I don't know a number, but maybe four deer in a year. Yeah, That doesn't seem too egregious to me. And then I was like, well, if I'm in the 40s, I'll just put my football number. And that was my thought process. Congratulations, Delaney. You know Zach. Thank you. She knows. You don't know Jack. You don't. I don't. (laughs) Delaney and Zach uh, already have issues, though. Are you already texting about the trust thing? Trust issues. You let him know you won. Uh, Yeah, I will. Actually, he doesn't want to know. He wants to listen to it himself. But oh, okay. Now I'm gonna let him know because we got trust issues. Big news, folks. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is coming soon to North Carolina on March 11th. Won't be long until you can bet on same-game parlays, money lines, and props right here in North Carolina with DraftKings. It's coming March 11th. It is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want and bet on all kinds of sports. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and bet on your favorite sports once we go live on March 11th here in North Carolina. If you have a gambling problem, call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. Must be 21 or older. North Carolina only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook slash NC. Man. Bryce. Good to see you. Thanks for you having me. You catch anything this week? Skunked. Man. I know. Can't even catch a cold. No. Delaney, congratulations. Thank you again. Good That's job. two in a row. That's oh, two man. in a row. She's on top. Alex, you'll get him next time, buddy. I'll be back. It's It'll next be. time. Has Alex got one yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in the lead. I think me and Delaney are tied now. Yeah. I think Zach's behind. I think we both have three wins, and Zach has No, I only two. have two. So we... I, think I might have, have three, two. then. We'll figure it out and we'll let you know out. next time. Yeah. <laughs> Shirley Rhodes, thank you. We'll see you Wednesday, 3 o'clock. All new edition of Pirate Radio Live for the crew. I'm Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.